They should put that at the front menu when the game loads up. <laughs> rising. Chronicle Rising. I mean, the Final Fantasy 16 guys <laughs> sing the names of their right. characters, yeah. right? Same thing. Same Shiba, thing. Shiva, Ramu, Titan. <laughs> Same exact thing. Just have Jeff do it. Are you should have had to Jeff do that part. Just have me do it in like a Nathan Lane type voice. So it'll be, it'll be Ramu great. Ramu Rising. <laughs> Shiva. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, well, let's They're start funny. this episode. There's so much to talk about. This has been, even though it's not E3, it's also kind of E3 time of the year. And it's just really exciting because you have presentations and news and reveals and stuff to talk about, new trailers, uh, stuff to be disappointed about, stuff to be <laughs> really upset about. It's all great. It's all Which good. Is all yes. of it, really. Everyone's disappointed about everything. Nothing's yeah. good yeah. enough. God of War is all... not anywhere. It's all good fun. And who knows? I mean, this week we still have things from Capcom, from Square. And yes. who knows? Nintendo could always announce a Direct coming up this week or next out of nowhere because it's been a while since they've had a major Direct. But they might not. They might hold off. They might be happy with just injecting essentially commercials into the Summer Game Fest, which is what they did. Because um, they're doing they're doing great. Nintendo's making a lot of money. So they're like, they're like <laughs> yeah. we're fine. Yeah. We'll, just, yeah. we'll just sell you ad space. How about that? <laughs> they're, right. they're counting right. their money like, we don't need a Direct <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, we'll we'll get to all of that stuff. We have a lot of stuff to react to, but most importantly, because we're not going to be able to cover everything, this show would be eight hours long. We're actually going right. to really quickly skim through a lot of that stuff when we get to it. But we've this is the first time we've put up some actual reactions to stuff, and so Dan, especially, thank you for doing that, piecing together videos of us watching it together, responding in real time. So go check that out on YouTube only, though. So if you're just listening on podcast, you got to go to our YouTube channel and uh, and check that out. Um, we uh. Our, our YouTube channel is an official name now, right? Because we have a... It is. Certain, yeah, We've so actually gotten YouTube.com slash current gen podcast. Let me just double check that that actually... Yeah, it's uh, podcast is, is in there. We've actually gotten a few more subscribers. I think about four cool. or five. So we're getting cool, there. Man. We're getting there, boys. Thanks, we're, we're slowly we are, <laughs> we are so famous, dude. Yep, that'll get you so there. Famous. Slash current gen podcast, no spaces. Or just search um, for us. I can't oh, believe and, guys as famous as us made time for this. this is so <laughs> I know. I know. We're the I just want to apologize if anyone genuinely finds the uh, audio a little here and there on the reactions. It's the first time I've made one of those, so I did the best I could. Yeah, yeah. best I could. It's not well, that much lower than how like Easy Allies does their reactions. Sure, and stuff. I prefer hearing the people talk. Same. With, with Same. and watching it, but again, we watch the shows prior, so that's kind of like a second viewing. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so yeah. But. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so thank you, Dan, for doing that. And um, we'll Indeed. continue to, if you guys like that stuff, if, if we get feedback from those of you who are listening and watching, we're happy to keep doing that because that's fun for us too. But um, we will also keep doing this podcast where we ramble for probably way too long. And that's okay. We'll keep way it too long. Way too long. Even Joe Rogan is like, can you stop with yeah, the long guys, episodes? You're not even smoking weed. Why are you talking for so Dude, he sent me an email <laughs> and he was like, guys, like you're, you're in my space. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. We are really stealing a lot of his audience, which is yeah. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to kick things off with stuff we're watching and playing. Maybe a couple of general headlines that have popped up sort of outside of these presentations. And then we'll do our best to kind of hit highlights of the presentations we cared about. That way, if we all run out of steam, it's been a pretty busy last several days, we might kind of look at each other and go like, are we good? We're good. Everyone else, uh, <laughs> yeah. we're good. And then we can just 
cut it at some point. Uh, but we'll start with stuff we're watching and playing because there's a lot of exciting things that I know we're all consuming at the moment. Let's start with what we're watching, which a lot of times we do last or sometimes we cut for time. Let's just kick it off right there because I know Disney Plus yeah. launched a new show, which I truly mm-hmm. intended to watch, but I've been watching other stuff and I haven't seen the first episode. I would just, you can just Marvel wait yet. for this one to, uh, you know, finish out, I guess. It's, so you, the Dan you, you normally do that, right? The Dan Method. I do yeah, a lot of times, but with like with Obi-Wan, I've been watching that as it comes yeah. out because I'm very excited about it. And despite right. the fact, I think there's, I'm not ta- here to talk about Obi-Wan, but just as an example, I think that show, there's legitimate criticisms you could make in a calm, collected manner of, hey, they could have done this to make it better, or maybe that's not you'll the say best. That. Hey, you'll say that. But, but <laughs> I am having I'm so kidding. much fun with that show because I freaking yeah. love Star Wars. And so even though, I, I can't watch anything star wars or even lord of the rings where i'm like well i'm like well that's not totally realistic like if yeah. i have that mindset i'm not having fun so yeah, sure i'm having those, a lot of those fun are, with... those specific ones especially are, are i consider them fantasy i know star wars is in space but it's to me it's all totally. fantasy and magical mumbo jumbo so i will say real quick though from this last week's episode i still love this show but when they're trying to sneak her out under his like trench coat and her little legs walking beside him i did laugh out loud that he was making it through <laughs> hundreds of enemy soldiers <laughs> well it's the same as like her running in the forest and maybe and, you so know, what it made me like think how... of was in uh i forget which austin powers when he's riding on mini me's oh, shoulders. Yeah, yeah, shoulders. yeah it made me think of that but sorry i'm not saying the show's bad at all i, lo- I really enjoy the show but that did make me laugh because like, yeah there's disbelief. some silly stuff like that going Suspension. on in the show yeah, yeah regularly but again, but again it's I keep thinking back to like what makes Star Wars good and who's it for everything from even the Jar Jar decision, you know, 20 plus years ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, You go back and watch that. and You're like, this was for kids. And they kind of nailed it. Like my kids think Jar Jar is hilarious because they saw that movie for the first time when they were super young, you know. And so they think it's just kind of fun. Who's this weird talking guy? It's kind of a fun kid element of a overall somewhat serious story. So anyway, Mm -hmm. I digress from from uh, Star Wars stuff. Let's talk about yeah. Miss Marvel general. So, I uh, think impression. I was the only, only one present that saw the first episode. I don't even know if Kyle saw it. Uh, but uh, I came away very impressed with the first episode. I, w- I was kind of surprised at how impressed I was by it. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're clearly trying to do uh, something with the show itself on a cinematic level to make it more visually interesting. Like, uh, there are certain choices that they make with the camera, like, and how kinetic it is and how it's constantly, like, moving in interesting ways. And how, like, when she's texting her best friend Bruno, who we don't, we don't talk about him, but but best friend's <laughs> name is Bruno. God, Good one. Good one. And, and they're texting each other, and their text messages are appearing in, like, the environment in the, in the background behind them. It's hmm. like... It's like he'll be texting by a restaurant and then the neon sign and that, um, have her message to him or whatever. That almost gives me really like Scott cool. Pilgrim vibes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's like Scott Pilgrim a, a little bit. It's a little kinetic yeah. like that, but not yeah. as Edgar The trailer White. did look Scott Pilgrim-esque, didn't it? Yeah. A little bit. And it's and it's definitely more like upbeat. and I mean, everything really in general is kind of more kinetic with the show because, you know, she's like a high schooler. And so it's got yeah. more of that um, Spider-Man homecoming vibe where everything's just moving a much faster sure. pace. Yeah. Um, in terms of dialogue and how quickly she's got to get things done to go to like this Avengers con, which is apparently the first time they've ever done an Avengers con, which is kind of insane to me, considering how long right. the Avengers have existed within the MCU. Uh, if you think about it that way, you're like, 
Like nobody's ever thought of having one. Not They've been too since. busy. They've been trying to fight, you know, aliens and Thanos and all sorts of nonsense. People dying. They were also kind of like snap. hated for a hot minute. Yeah, they were. They, I think people were mixed on them after New York. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then when they brought back half the freaking universe, right? Like, all I right, let's have a like, convention okay. for these guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, you know. Let's... So there's actually quite a bit of the. If you remember the intro of the Avengers game, I which was just actually, I still argue is really that. good. Um, Excellent intro. Excellent. Yeah. There's yeah. some of that here too, where the Avengers Con, where she's dressed up, uh, she's she's dressing up as Captain Marvel. It's like a cosplay contest mm-hmm. with other people dressing up as Captain Marvel, and uh, I was like, this is giving me so many vibes. Like her walking around the con and seeing all the Iron Man displays and the Hulk displays, and I'm like, this is just like the A Day thing with the uh, with the Avengers game, which I, was my like one of my favorite parts of that game. So uh, that so was enough to make me buy a full copy because Derek yeah. had a copy on Steam. So I was able to log in as him, try it out a little bit. I was like, dude, this is good enough to want to sit on my couch and play on my PlayStation. So I went and bought right, it there right. full price. because I. Th- but then, of course, we've talked about this plenty. Yeah, I don't yeah. like the way it goes, but the opening was great. So I like yeah. that they're doing that with this show, too. And and uh, Kamala has always been like the – she was the heart of that game, more or less. And, and she was like the, per- the thing that I kind of latched onto uh, in the story. And uh, I feel like they're kind of nailing that here. Like the yeah, actress that cool. they cast, it has great comedic timing and stuff. She's um, she hasn't really done much with the powers yet, but the powers are very different in the game and I think in the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah people were kind of pissed about something. So this something is to do with more like, like it's skills? a bracelet. Yeah, it's more like a bracelet that she found, like an artifact uh, oh, okay. uh, that her, her grandma used had or something, and she found it and she was like, "I'll just wear this with my costume," and then it has powers on it. So like, surprise. Gotcha. Uh, so that's where that. Is kind of, and she kind of like the episode ends with her kind of like discovering what the powers are. So that's where we are in the journey. We still don't know like much about a villainous entity or anything yet. I mean, it's very early. Sure. Uh, so uh, so far though, I was very more impressed with it than I was like rolling my eyes or anything. Like I was. You know, actually I've. I was gonna say I've, I've heard people talk about. I actually heard someone mention that they like seeing a portrayal of a kind of more conservative religious family and her trying mm-hmm. to grow up in that set. Like they don't do that a lot in the Marvel universe. No, but there's a lot of people who deal with that. Like they were raised in kind of a conservative religious upbringing. And of course, in this case, she's from a, a conservative Muslim family, but I think a lot of people can relate to this idea of parents having very kind of spiritual and religious guidelines that mm-hmm. kind of supposed to guide your life. So she's trying to balance that with, you know, public school and everything else going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's plenty of that stuff. Them I think that's really clashing with their parents. There's I'm plenty, of, plenty of, or I guess her mom and her uncle, plenty yeah. of that stuff with them being at odds with each other, which I, I do find interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, so far, so good. Cool. Uh, we'll circle back when it's, when probably when it's over. Okay. Um, How many episodes? Unless it on gets this one? dramatically worse or dramatically like the best thing ever, where I talk about all the time or, yeah. But six episodes. Yeah. Six okay. episodes. So okay. they're, they're sticking to the six. Yeah, I'm not too mad about that. You know, they no. got to make some gross stuff. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't good. overstay its welcome at that at that length. I think that's good. I agree. I agree. Um, you're also watching some Orville, which is finding yeah. new new life on Hulu now. Yeah, Orville, and it is Orville Redbacher. Is this a popcorn Orville, show? Or this is so remind people what this show is, right? Who this did was... the popcorn stuff? That's what this popcorn. is about. Right. Uh, is the no, popcorn. this is like a Star Trek adjacent type of show. It has nothing to do with Star Trek, but Seth MacFarlane wanted to make his own sci-fi show. He's a huge sci-fi nerd. Oh, it's Star not Star Trek. Trek. Uh, no, it's not at all. But oh, people people that was... like Star Trek do love this show, genuinely. Oh, okay. Because uh, it has a, a, very much a spirit of Star Trek where like every mm-hmm. episode is like its own mission or whatever you have to go do. 
And then um, there's obviously an overarching story that will end up being told um, that has to do more with character um, relationships to each other. Like that's the part that kind of tethers it through the whole season, but every episode is its own thing. And like some of the episodes are just kind of zane. Like there's storylines that you really wouldn't see in um, in a Star Trek because they're kind of dealing with real world problems, but like in space. Mm. Or in, with like different alien races, like one alien race is all male and they all are capable of like they're just asexual. They can like lay sure. eggs and stuff. And oh, that um, sounds if, amazing. If one of the uh, babies is Someone's a female, <laughs> if one of the babies is a female, they change the sex to male at birth, oh, like ah. much like a circumcision, basically, but much obviously much more invasive. Uh, so <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's actually the connection get, like, the I'm episode so is like, likely. This is, this is season one, by the way. Connection the I entire made. episode's got like this entire, like this whole philosophical debate about like, well, it's this alien's culture. Are we just supposed to like crap all over it and go, no one needs yeah. to say a woman? Or like, it's got this whole interesting hmm. conversation about that. And I'm like, you would never put this in a Star Trek. It's yeah. it's like way too. It's weird that this show has some serious elements. I thought it was just a spoof. I thought it was just a spoof on Star Trek. See, that's the thing. I think it was being marketed as like a spoof or parody. That's why I never watched it because I rolled my eyes at it. I was like, there's some comedy in it, but it's mostly like a serious thing. Like it's mostly just, yeah. It's mostly just like a, almost like a Star Trek show, like a Galaxy Quest. I I really thought it was Galaxy Quest. (laughs) Yeah, Galaxy Quest is amazing. But uh, it's it's not on that level where like the comedy is like hitting that hard. Yeah, yeah. The, some of the comedy is really good. They do have like an AI um, uh, alien race on the ship, and he's one of those like data type of characters from Star Trek who's like, I don't understand. Is this humor? Like he's one of those <laughs> types of good. guys. But yeah. like the jokes that they make at his expense are really like they pranked him by putting a Mr. Potato Head stuff on him, <laughs> and he obviously did couldn't feel. He doesn't feel it when you sure. touch it on his face, so he didn't didn't know that it was there. But his reaction to that prank was to cut off somebody's leg <laughs> he's like it was a prank it will grow back because <laughs> the they had the technology to grow back. back the limb so like it wasn't a big deal or whatever it's a totally but, uh, proportional response totally. yeah exactly yeah. honestly that's how i want to respond in real life sometimes uh, and, and the guy who's like uh who's part of the alien race that is only only male and they can lay their own eggs and stuff he's really funny too he's very very serious and uh, he does get humor and sarcasm and stuff, but he's just his delivery of certain lines is just so freaking funny. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's just genuinely a good show. And the move to Hulu was a good move. I think uh, they got a better budget with it. And it just, yeah, it, it's it's uh, hey. it's really good so far. I'm, I'm all caught up. Nice. All caught up. Mr. Teague has entered. He has. Party's over. Can you, can you hear me? Are you no, naked under that blanket? No, that you have you on? can't. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I mean, it's Lord. probably like a hundred degrees down there. So, dude, uh, this is it not the magic. Is this is not the magic mic contest. No, or it's a magic contest. Jeez, uh, <laughs> do you have pants on at least? Please tell us you have pants. I do. Okay. I do. All right. Well, we just started a, a little bit ago. Anything yeah. else you guys are watching? Oh, you're watching. It's always well, sunny. Rewatch. Yeah, that's uh, actually, Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, me yeah. Too. Uh, Dan mentioned he was watching it, and yeah. I actually started watching because you were talking about it, Tim. So funny. So I am too. I am past the first two seasons. Where are you? Dan? Are you listening? Are you going back to the podcast too with this, or no? You already listened. No, to I've podcast? since I've already listened. Like I'm caught okay. up on the podcast. I I didn't go back. Okay. But Dan, where are you on the show? Um, season two. Oh, what the hell? Oh, the boxing one. 
the box. Oh my day. god, the million, the hundred dollar <laughs> baby, start, yeah, hundred dollar yeah, baby. Yeah. They start taking the supplements. Oh my gosh, and they get so mad in each other's so faces. aggressive, <laughs> dude. At the end, her neck on the on the chair, and my wife, my wife was like, "She's dead, right? Like she's absolutely dead, right?" Like I was like, "I, I mean, I guess maybe." I mean, that's literally the movie Million Dollar Baby. That's what happens. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. Old I mean, sarcastically, movie. obviously. Yeah. I don't Twenty know. years almost. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, cool. that, that, Danny DeVito's just running out of the ring. I'm out of here. Like, yeah, he's just, he just bails. <laughs> he totally bails. Uh, that's, that's where the gift, the Charlie gift comes from, where he's doing right, this. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he's doing that. <laughs> I sensed it coming. I was like, this is the scene, right? This is the yeah, scene. This is the scene. Yeah. He's wearing the clothes from the gift. He's wearing the clothes. It's so funny. I also love like, when I, I I love when I discovered the and now I'm forgetting which episode it was, but where he does the conspiracy theory. Oh, it's the post office. He's working. On the he's working in the mail room. On okay. that one, he's working oh, in the mailroom, yeah. and that's where he's like doing the conspiracy theory thing. He's all crazy eyes, like, yeah. oh, so so good. I uh, I, what a I great do show. recall feeling like the first few seasons were not as good as later seasons, and they're I still so good, argue though. that's true. But the first seasons are still so funny. Yeah, they're so Dude. funny. They're still yeah. better than most comedies that are out there. So yeah, even I agree. if they're not, even if they gets if it gets better, it's still better than a lot of other. It shows. is, and, and imagine and t- it getting better from here. Like it, it right. truly does. Right. Get- so much better. I, and I remember Tim mention, uh, mentioning when you said you were rewatching them, you're like, there are things they do that like, it's just, how do you, how do you even get it? Like the Jihad tape? How do you get away with that? How? <laughs> and then, and then the building yeah. blows up and the FBI shows yeah. up. You're like, uh, we have something to. Hey, can you explain this? He just goes, oh. Uh... <laughs> Dude, in the in that jihad episode when they get stuck between the fence and the wall, yeah, they yeah. talk on the podcast about how that was like they didn't really intend for it to go that way, but they just kept rolling. Uh, like they talk about yeah. that whole scene, how they like it wasn't anyway, they kind they of improv. played it up. Yeah. It was really funny, man. What a freaking funny show. Yeah. And um, Danny DeVito yeah. saying whore never stops making me laugh. Never stop. <laughs> My wife, who was a whore. whore. <laughs> the way he says it. Yeah, yeah he's great. He is great. Um, and like <laughs> when D goes to bribe somebody and uh, she gets shot down and he's like, uh, it, automatically Danny DeVito's like, oh, so he thinks you're too old. And he's, she's like, no, God, God damn it. You're the worst dad ever. <laughs> and he's, and then he, so he runs with that as his truth. He's just like, ah, he turned her down cause she's too old. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he's yeah, just I, like the worst person. It's what so a good show. I, they're all the worst. I mean, they're all, well, except for, they all are. He's not actually are that terrible. bad. I mean, she, she is has, though, like, man. She is. Is she? Does she get yeah. worse? I mean, the it's whole, bad. the whole father, th- you haven't got, I don't think you've gotten to it. All the stuff right. with Chris is real bad. Yeah. Like, she's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> But but funny, but she, yes, yes. she's pretty bad. They're all bad. At, at first, they even talk about this in the podcast. Her at first, her character was too much like, come on, guys, this is too crazy. And then over yeah. time, they really let her kind of become her own right. version okay. of crazy, well, which is sense. great because she's hilarious naturally. So and just the way she says, damn it, like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, she's just so funny when she's flustered. <clears throat> I love that show. Yeah, me too. All right, well, Derek has joined us and it's perfect timing. We're about to start talking about stuff we're playing. I don't want to kick that off with the quarry now. To be really clear, I'm the one loser who hasn't played until dawn out of this group. But, loser. but I am playing this game. I did buy this game. It was on CD keys for 40 wow. bucks. It's and so I bought deal. it and I started it up this afternoon. I only got about I'm in, in chapter one, right? I did the prologue and yeah, then me, I'm I'm into too. chapter one. So I have an idea of like what the vibe is, how it looks. Like the only issue that I think I'm gonna have with this game is is the the character Controls. face animations are a, a little bit yeah. like at times I'm like man that looks good and at times i'm like why does her face look weirdly pudgy on one side like sometimes <laughs> it just doesn't 
sometimes it's not working or but angles yeah it's yeah yeah like for example when they're they're ride the two girls are riding in the golf cart if you do mm-hmm. the scenic route and then the one who's supposed to be like the pretty one talking to her her face looks really weird like i don't know what happened with the way they mapped yeah. it like she's that actress looks... is in the orville by the way in the first season oh, really? of orville yeah and, and yeah she did her face looks the way that she <laughs> talks was like in the game was like almost like her cheeks don't touch her teeth it's yeah. really weird yeah so it's, it's one of those things she doesn't where talk like that in real life i don't the, get it it's the uncanny <laughs> valley thing where it's like think faces so. aren't quite right yeah that is my only issue so far because i think i'll be honest know. though there's only a couple models that do that act like that and she's one of them emma i think That's is fair. the character name yeah she's one of them but everybody else to me play, plays it so looks natural great. like yeah. it looks great so. i think uh the vibe of this thing the kind of creepiness they set up at the beginning the decisions they kind of teach and i love the little like almost fallout style instructional videos to tell you like how yeah. decisions the qte are yeah the qte instructions so i'm really digging the style of this but i am pretty early what, what do you guys think as a non until dawn you know i'm not i'm not into all these games like you you're guys not are. initiated I'm not initiated <laughs> but i am i am enjoying it so far but what do you guys think you you guys are bigger fans of this derek's the furthest right you you actually beat it Derek? so i just i spent the whole day at work watching the whole movie so sure. i watched the whole movie i just started <laughs> so i'm only in i'm in chapter two of my playthrough okay but like i know everything it's this is one of those weird games where it's like did you beat it like you can sure. literally buy the game and just put it in movie mode. So I don't really care yeah. about beating it. Like, well, talk about movie mode. I thought that was cool. There's three options, right, that you can do with movie mode. Yeah, like you, well, you can basically do this game however you want. Like you can just not play it at all. Just put it in mo- movie mode. You can do the full controls, which is what I'm doing, which is yeah. just QTE. It's a lot of walking around, lots of conversations, and then quick time events that are like seriously super easy like push yeah, up and they yep. give you a long time they're all arrow based up. now and not so yeah. not button yeah. based yeah so you're not like guessing on buttons and stuff like that um and a lot of them make sense like for instance the part tim was talking about where they're riding in the cart well she's driving and you can see they show you oh she's about ready to hit something so you know she's got to turn she's not going to go up or down so you know it's going to be left or right so they mm-hmm. tell you to go i think it was right so i yeah. push right so, so, so there's some logic behind it. a yeah. lot there's logic behind it but yeah. the other thing you can do is you can set the game up to play the movie or the whole game be played where everybody survives or everybody dies yeah. like mm-hmm. you get to choose or the director's you cut where yeah. you pick on the way so like along so, so there's dies. three movie modes which i thought was really creative like just watch it where everyone dies watch where everyone lives <laughs> or decide along the way you're the direct you're in the director's chair i just thought that was really creative the way they let you yeah. do that if you want so i don't personally find these games to be fun to play they're not hmm. fun to play yeah. i just like the the atmosphere and i'm not a horror guy so i know there's a lot of horror movies out there that probably once you guys get through the whole thing have probably touched on their narrative and what they do but i personally felt and i don't remember until, until dawn exactly how it played out i would actually have to re-watch it um but i felt like this one was better there isn't any big holes either like mm. with the way they start mixing everything in and out that you you could be like oh there's a plot hole there there's a plot hole there i don't i feel like they did a good job of making sense of stuff that you see early on and how it's explained later oh cool or why this care like going back and now i'm playing a second time 
because I know who every character is. I know who's the villains, who's not. I know the whole story. I can now pay attention to their behaviors, pay attention to how they act, the things they say. And I'm like, oh, that's why he was being so this way. Because he's this person, which you didn't know when you first play it. So I don't think they're fun to play. I'm not saying they're terrible. The controls can be a little wonky, like where you think you're walking in one direction and the camera shifts and you're walking in a different direction. And they're a little sluggish. But I think for me, this was worth $40 investing in it, owning it. Um, looks great on PC, running at native 4K and, you know, ultra settings at 60 frames per second. It looks great. Um, it, it It's story-wise is why I invested in it. It's why I ended up watching it. I mean, it, the playthrough I watched was almost eight hours long. So I spent my entire workday watching this guy play it. <laughs> it's a long then, movie, right? That is yes. a long movie. And then after that, I went and I wanted to know, because... Here's the thing. People are making fun of this game online because they're like, there's, what, 100-and-something endings? Really? There's like 180-something sure endings. Like minor like, little things, I didn't know right? that. Yeah, well, and that's what they're making fun of. Like, there's really only one ending, and then it's just the poster is here, and then it's moved <laughs> over here, and that's another ending. Yes, I get that, but I actually want to say, I want to compliment this game as somebody who watched the guy beat it, then watched all the other endings, and now is going to get his own when i play it there are a lot of things you can change no it does not change the story which is why people they have unrealistic expectations of what multiple endings are just change the entire narrative no they have one overarching story what you're changing is yes it's who lives who dies Mm. but also it's like without spoiling it there's certain things that it's not every these people are bad these people are good there's yeah. a lot of gray as right. you go through the story. So that's kind of why I liked it is because I was like, oh, it's not this person is bad or this person is good. It's they're all neutral. And you yeah. have to decide for yourself who should live, who should die. Um, and it does change the narrative. Like the endings are pretty dramatic you won't know they're dramatic though unless you either a play the game again or b go on youtube and watch other people's endings yeah you can literally without spoiling it there's endings where you can literally miss the entire end of the game the ending of the game yeah where you can just end the game and you can think this is your ending and not realize there's a whole nother part afterwards that kind of explains the story a little bit more again nothing majorly dramatic but my point is is I saw one review. I didn't read the whole review, but he was just basically like, this doesn't have a bunch of endings. And I was like, you don't you didn't do any research. You don't know <laughs> what you're talking. About. But I, I, I have nothing but compliments. It wasn't a game I was playing on buying. It was just I went on CD keys. I saw it was 40. I was like, that's $30 yeah. off compared yeah, to yeah. That's, that's a great deal. That's a good deal. Like, that's why uh, I, I couldn't say no to it. I was like, OK. Yeah. And I always justify it because I actually bought it with Saints Row. Which was thirty five dollars? I was like seventy five dollars coming out. Yeah, the new one. Oh, wow. I pre-ordered intro <laughs> for thirty five bucks. Wow, dude. So I'm like seventy five dollars. I'm getting two games. We're not officially endorsing CD keys, by the way. They could be <laughs> shady. We just use them a lot. It's always yeah. Saying. But if they want to get some, and then I just do pay in four. And the reason I do that is because it mentally makes me feel better that I'm only paying eighteen dollars every two weeks for two games. So I don't have a problem doing that. That's why I don't mind buying a bunch of games. So. 
Anyways, I got a really good deal on it. I think it's worth it. Is it going to be my game of the year? No. It's just something I'm kind of mini obsessed with, but I'm playing, and I'm not going to talk about it now so other people can talk about the query, but there's some other games that I'm more invested in right now, but this one was one that hooked me the whole day. I didn't want to, I actually texted my girlfriend and told her, I hope she didn't listen to the show, a lie. <laughs> I'm like, I'm running late because I'm working on a project. You need me to cut this part out? I might cut that out for you. We'll see. We'll see what, how, what kind of It's a long I'm bleep. Just I'm working on a project at work, which I was working on a project at work, but I really uh, stayed also, late to watch all the endings. But also game. Uh, my first nope moment was right at the beginning when their car starts veering off the road, and then real quickly you see yeah, someone yeah. in the back seat. I was like, nope, I already hate this game. Yeah. But no, I, I, I love it. There's actually laugh. several moments like that of background ghost moments, yeah, and you yeah. got you got to like really keep your eye out because yeah. – It'll be like literally like you With blink and you miss it. Right? I don't, I don't even cross the trees. I yeah, gotta right. tell you guys, I really don't think this game's that scary. So if somebody's listening and so, they're man. like, uh, and they're I mean, like, I don't. Everyone, I, I don't... everyone has this sort of threshold, right? Because yeah. like, yeah. My, like my wife likes watching me play these type of games. Like she loved L.A. Noir back in the day, especially because she's like into serial killer stuff because yeah. she's a because she's a yeah. Weirda. That's like a Zodiac um, video game, basically. Yeah. yeah. But um, she'll she likes Black watching Valley. me play these stories because we're making the decisions and it's like oh what's gonna happen but like yeah, yeah. she doesn't like spooky stuff really like she no. you know she yeah, i don't like there's horror. a difference like i don't there's a difference between disturbing movies. and scary i do think there's yeah. a legitimate case you can make that hey this is going to be scary for some people i don't some, find yeah. it yeah. i don't find like i found it to be like oh this is kind of like thrilling spooky so like mm. i feel like that's gonna be the vibe i get most of this yeah game. see thrilling that's that's spooky. what i that's what i, I like so that is so engaging about the game in general is like how it makes me feel uh yeah. my me and my feelings uh it it's got me tense during like yeah. those moments where you have to hide and stuff like that so i that's why I, that's the fun I find in these games is there's some stuff unsettling. Like that. I just didn't think it was like, yeah, yeah, super, super scary. Yeah. And no, then if I, I got a pretty high threshold when it comes to that. I mean, I've, I've done actual like ghost hunting. So, I mean, you know, I'm not. Really I mean, again, I come jumpy. back to it depends on how you define scary. I think thrilling yeah. can be scary for some people. I feel like disturbed. Some people don't consider it scary unless they've been disturbed visually and i'm like well i don't need to be well, disturbed like, to be scared some Yikes. people are just um scared of the dark for example literally just mm -hmm, sure, like sure. the dark just you know walking into yeah. it like they're petrified so it's like yeah. even something so, so a game that has yeah. you trying to go through the dark where you can't see around you that's right. going to be really intense yeah, and yeah. Scary for them so but, i see what you're saying but i agree well, with so, yeah 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 it terrifying. sounds like playthrough wise right. it sounds like it, i'm further than derek then i, I just didn't watch a playthrough uh because i'm in yeah, chapter yeah, yeah. i'm at the beginning of chapter seven so okay. i finished all the way through chapter six. Everybody's alive, guys. We're they're not all okay though. Some people oh, are going oh, through not some okay. stuff. <laughs> some people's lives some have people been changed. Some people limbs. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, all right, all right. They're not. They're in predicaments. Let me just say that. Uh, but they are still all alive, and um, some of them are really Jeez. segregated. Do but, yeah, you there's... feel like you have a grasp of where the story's going without spoiling it? Just yes. like, yeah, I think yes. I know how this is going to end. There was an option early on. You had to shoot somebody, and I shot away from him, or I could have just not pulled the trigger. But I did it on purpose because he's not trying to hurt certain people. So I got caught the hint early on, like, some people are not evil. They just They're playing on the cliche in horror movies that you tend to see of, like, Oh, those guys got to be bad guys. Look at sure, how they dress sure, or whatever. Yeah. So I, I paused. I was like, remember Tucker and Dale versus evil? They're not always bad guys. <laughs> well, like, right, literally in the first chapter, there's like two individuals that show up at the end of that chapter. And they're uh -huh. like, 
they look a certain way because they're covered in, you know, and it's like, yeah, but there's like a, that almost seems too obvious. They give you you a reason for like all of that. Like, I know how this goes. (laughs) Yes. Um, so, uh, chapter two, I think is truth or dare. And that one is definitely the longest, most talky chapter. And if you can get through that, you're in for, yeah, it's the first couple hours that are like kind of a lot of chit chat, right? So yeah, there's yeah. a ton of chit chat in that chapter, almost to the point where even I, which I have a high tolerance for that, even I'm like, can we just move it along here? I actually yeah, felt was... that way too. I wanted to say that at the beginning where they're establishing Very kind of teen these drama. Are, these are normal yeah. college age teenager whatever people who yeah. are all at camp, and there's some relationships. I got it really early on, but they kept yeah. talking about it. And I was like, can we? I think what they're doing. Well, I think what they did in chapter two, and I know you can find out their names in pause menus or whatever. But in chapter two, they're trying to get you to know, like, memorize their names and their faces. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, so it's not like to really get chapter four. Like, they been, they name drop somebody and you're like, who the hell is that? Like, it's, you know, I do like, like that on the, have that of the pause menu, the pause menu shows the face of the person you're controlling. Yeah, yeah that's an until dawn thing. Yeah. Which was really neat. And it kind of like, yeah. you know, look around and all that stuff kind of had yeah. a Detroit become human vibes to me. Right. Like, yeah. The, yeah. The face. That's, yeah. that's it. Yeah, that is interesting. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. does do that. But yeah, that's. I think this this developer has been doing that in all their games so far. Okay. Um, in the dark pictures, I think they do that as well. See, uh, rookie, but, I'm rookie yeah, over here. Rookie, you're uninitiated, bro. <laughs> but like, yeah, some of the gameplay stuff that's still there from Until Dawn. We mentioned the POV yeah. this where the camera shifts, and you're like, wait, I'm walking backwards now. I got to go this way. I mean, uh, but but why, it, this, why this can't is they still make an that... improvement from Until Dawn in that in that uh, area. I, I, I just don't get why they have to move that way. Like, why can't they just move? It's, like, in it's a... more cinematic. It's more like it's more about what does this shot look? Well, like? the camera can shift. It's supposed and that's to be a fine, movie, you know. But I'm saying literally the the way that they move. It's it's almost kind of like how I was. Um, oh, it's, you you're guys so, and saying Derek it's like unnatural, basically, or yeah, like with Mass Effect Andromeda. And Derek, you weren't here, so I, I was I was uh, when I told these guys I was playing that I was like I can't fucking stand the controls of of Andromeda. <laughs> like just when you're walking around. Like, because it's almost like I'm going this direction and then it's like it takes me like five seconds to turn around in this direction. It's like this sort of like weird sluggishness. A little wonky. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of reminds me of this game. Like their games kind of have like this weird like weight to them. And and yeah, if you guys haven't played any of the Dark Pictures stuff, which come out like once a year now, uh, you might not be as acclimated with the controls. Right. uh, Because Until Dawn was just the same way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but so are those games. So, so this game is more of say, that, but I feel like this is definitely the A team of the developer because this is the best these games have looked in my opinion. But I also think it's I don't think it's uh, a coincidence that they're they're two and this one's going to be more successful than than anything they've done. Maybe aside from Until Dawn, it will be more successful just because it's on more consoles. And but, and I think more people, more known people are in the game. Like, yeah, more yeah. famous people. Yeah, but what yeah. I was going to say is, I feel like the reason why, if you look at Until Dawn and you look at the quarry, it clearly, and you look at a horror genre in general, teens, especially at a camp, that's, like, what draws a lot of people, like, including me. It's yeah. slasher okay. flicks. So, I, while I would agree that the first two chapters, I thought the prologue or whatever was actually really good. Yeah, was that was a good, creepy. That, it was that a was great supposed setup. To be a hook. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally, th- I, I bit on the hook. That's actually why I was interested in buying the game because I watched ing, I, ing, IGN's like prologue where they showed you it before <laughs> months before the game came out. Yeah. And so, anyways, my point is, is that I think the reason why they did, they took the first two chapters is because they wanted to suck you in with, we're not going to be scary. We're just going to kind of introduce you to the characters, get you to like who we want you to like, get you to hate who you want, we want yeah. you to hate. 
Yeah. Because there's going to be through the rest of this game, there's there's still going to be relationship talk, but a lot of it's going to right. be a lot of choices on who you're going to let get hurt, who you're yeah. going to let die, that that type of stuff, who you care about. So I think they did a good job. Yes, it could be a little chatty or whatever, but I think they did a good job of getting you to like who you're going to like. And this is in the horror area having teens out in the middle of nowhere getting hunted is what a lot of people like. So I think they this game will be really successful. I think they did yeah. a great job. I think they did a good job like tying the story all together. They explain cuz for me, this is just me. I always am like, why can't we just have a game that's like where I'm not going to spoil it, but can we just have like a scream type game where it's it's actual humans against humans? Like, that's what I want. Um, You're talking like a genuine slasher because these are all like supernatural type games. Yes. Yeah. Why can't we just have that? And because I don't always like story wise, I'm talking story wise, how they explain or incorporate the supernatural. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that took away from everything that I cared about the game. Well, I think Until like, Dawn was like a psych ward, uh, so there were, they had to explain yeah. the entire background of the psych ward and what who each ghost was, and like there was a lot of loose threads in that game, if I recall correctly. And that's why Even I, I like that game a lot. Until Dawn, as much as the quarry, because I feel like the quarry does a better job with the narrative. Of I'm feeling tying it. everything. In chapter six, together. I was started feeling that come together. So tell me, do as a newcomer to these to this developer, at least to these games, uh, do I need to be exploring and searching everything? Does it help me later to have discovered something, discovered yeah, clues? Yeah, the cards, right? There's a... There's some keeps, cards. It keeps telling me that I've discovered a clue and another clue, and I'm like, oh, do I need to do this? Otherwise, my options Not later are so limited. so much. These clues aren't... And that was one of the knocks I saw was like, until dawn, you were actually investigating and you needed the clues. This game, it's not like the clues lead you to like discovering doing something or some information you won't gather when you go through the story everything's kind of already laid out i think the clues and stuff like that kind of just give the player as they're playing little yeah. little bits of insight okay. that's all it is it doesn't not really change to, the gameplay later if i don't it's not going to change the story really story it's later. not going to uh help you in a puzzle or anything right like at the that. beginning so, when you have control of uh the girl with the dyed red hair, and it tells you you can explore the cabins. Abby. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty big area. And I started walking around looking. I'm looking. I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to miss any clues. Yeah. And I was like, there's no run button. This is taking me forever. I was like, right. you know what? Yeah. I, I found like two things to investigate. I'm going I'm going to the golf cart. I'm yeah. tired because no, be it was very right slow. Decision. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, there are some things. I'm trying to remember. There were a couple of things that I stumbled upon that I was like, oh, that seems like it could possibly right. change things. I having, did find something having on the this tree tool. in that section. I was like, oh, this yeah. might be important. But right. yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. I will say, and I can say it without spoiling, the thing that you she finds on the tree, we're talking about what she sniffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's just explained later. Okay. Like it's <laughs> you didn't find it didn't unlock anything where you're like, right. if I didn't find that. I wouldn't have known about this. it. Mm-hmm. This makes yeah. it make sense. Yeah, a lot no. of it is explained later. A lot of the clues you, well, you find it, are explained I guess later. you could argue that's a little bit of character development, especially with like her scene in the carving it. where it said like these two characters plus each other forever, and then someone scratched it out and put for summer, like things like that. Yeah, like, yeah. So, I mean, that does add a little bit to the character development, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, but it's good to know that I'm not going to, if I decide to kind of plow through to the next main thing, I don't have to worry yeah. about missing 
there's investigating some, a song. I, I definitely, much like with Telltale Games and Life is Strange, sometimes you got to remember the best option, especially with these games. I've learned this with the Dark Pictures folks. They love doing this. Uh, the best option is to do nothing in a lot of situations. Mm. So I've pro- I would say half my choices I've made <laughs> have been doing nothing, not pressing a button, <laughs> not shouting for somebody, not shooting a gun. Huh. It's and sometimes that pays off. That's so you get like a different, you know. Uh, you t- obviously that well, changes your whole road roadmap. You when know? you're getting like, two things, you just assume I, I got to pick one. I got to pick one. Yeah, and and yeah. like sometimes there's just one option, and you have a limited time frame to do it. Like uh, there was something on the roof at one point, and it gives me an option to shoot up there. And my brain is like, no, if I shoot up there, the roof's gonna cave in. And he's gonna come through there because these cabins are old. So I just opted not to do it. So yeah. like I, you know, there are some choices you could just choose to not do at all. Uh, cool. So um, yeah. I, I, I can't recommend that enough. Sometimes. Good advice. Don't do anything. Don't just don't just don't do like I like the forgetting Sarah Marshall bit where he's like, no, trying to teach him how to surf, and he's like, no, man, you're doing too much. Just don't do anything. <laughs> well, now you're just laying there. Don't just lay there. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a good game though. I think yeah, it's it is. It's fun. So like Derek just now had three options: do nothing or two options: do nothing or tease us with the shoulder there and so he chose tease uh <laughs> the, Der- the Derek tease, that Derek tease. Older, right instead of teague yeah the teague oh, tease. Wow. so there's a bunch of other games i know we're playing uh we'll try to do quick hits on this so maybe if you've got a game you're playing to we'll talk about we'll try to do you know a minute or two at most i'll talk quickly about griftlands from the guys from clay the team that made mark of the ninja and they also had another game that was revealed uh this week um but this is a, a a deck building RPG basically. And I, I like it because there's the battling side, which is to- if you've played a deck building game, you get it, you understand the strength and you know you have to build up some kind of energy of some kind in order to play certain moves. But then there's also negotiating. So you have two different decks, your battle deck and your negotiating deck. It operates roughly the same way, but the rules for your exchanges are a little different in a battle. It's very much straightforward, a deck RPG battle. For negotiating, you're still using cards, but it could be to destroy their argument or to undermine them or to identify a lie in their logic or whatever. So, like, you're actually having a conversation, but it's a conversation battle. And you're using cards to, like, try to outwit them as opposed to battle with them. So I think that was a creative approach to this deck building thing. It still is like a battle. Mm-hmm. If like, Just at, at its core, you're still doing a card battle. It's just with the kind of the skin of a conversation as opposed to a an actual fight so i thought that was kind of creative um really cool art style clay makes really cool looking games yeah um, you can they tar- don't they did don't starve as well and you can turn oh, off okay. so the, does it, look uh, like that? it looks more like mark of the ninja characters and, and art style than, than that. anyway you can turn off the roguelike elements at the beginning there's a lot of options to make it much less punishing okay this, like that. this looks familiar yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I remember pretty it being cool announced because it was on my radar, and then I discovered it was like a deck thing, and I was like, okay, yeah. well, if you don't I'm like not, card games, then not into not that. Me, but yeah, if you do like card-based games, then definitely worth. Definitely have to be in the mood. Definitely worth taking yeah. a look. Uh, it has another, to be as different as like inscription. Like it has to be super different. To, oh, it's, it's definitely scri- not to that. an inscription. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not that. Yeah. Um, but I also know we also need to talk about another big release from this past week. And that's Mario Strikers. But Derek, you're the only one of us that's played it. So give us your thoughts on the new Mario Soccer. So, as I said in the chat, it's basically Mario Kart on a soccer field. So, Mm. um, even, like, play modes and stuff. I know you guys were, like, bummed there wasn't a story mode. I don't really care that there's not a story mode. I do wish there was a little more content. I don't have, like, Nintendo's online service, so I can only do single-player stuff or, you know, local co-op. 
and all there really is is there's like exhibition exhibition mode and then or i guess it's quick match mode and then there's uh cups so like mario kart cups yeah and all it is is like mini tournaments that you earn trophies for and i've already beat three of the six maybe four of the six um but anyway so they are on normal i mean there's different difficulty settings i'm playing on normal when i first started playing i said this game's fun but frustrating first of all i I skipped tutorials so i just went in and just started playing soccer so i didn't know how to do any of the specials i didn't even know how to shoot a like if i had a turtle shell to shoot i didn't know how to shoot it i didn't know how to do anything so that was part of my frustration but now that I've played probably two hours or so, uh, maybe a little more, it's pretty easy to learn. Um, it's very arcadey. It's very, it's got a lot of good systems into it. Uh, only complaint I have is the Mario Kart aspect of there's some cheese to it. Like I'll be blowing out a team, and then all of a sudden, oh, they can yeah. just do no wrong, it's or they'll literally ups. shoot yeah. the ball right by my goalie, and he'll go like this. <laughs> like the Mario second. Party thing when they start giving out stars to everybody. At right. The, like, all right. What pity, was the point? pity stars, pity yeah. stars, yeah. you know. And there's there's some AI issues as well. Like, um, so you control one of four, yeah, four characters. The goalie is controlled completely by the by the computer. And then you control one of four characters, which you can switch at any time, just like FIFA or whatever. You just switch to them. But if you're not controlling them and the ball comes right by them, they'll just a lot of times I'll be like, dude, you're really just going to stand there. You're going to let the AI on the other team go get the ball. You're just going to stand there. You want me to run across the field right. or you want me to switch to you to then run to the field or run to the ball. That stuff will get annoying, especially if you're playing on, I think, higher setting difficulties or just more difficult teams, because you have to remember this game has a uh, gear, and the gear gives you pluses and minuses. Mm. So there's no gear so far that I've at least unlocked that's just pluses. So let's say I want Peach to be... And so all characters have their stats already. So, like, Peach is fast, right? But she's not tough. And she's This game not, is so sexist. Yeah, she's not yeah, a really good she's striker. So so brittle. She's, I think, a <laughs> decent passer, but she's not a good striker. Okay. So if you want to make her fat or make her a better striker, her you can add gear that makes like gives her a plus two for shooting, but it might be a minus in her speed, right. which you might be able to go, okay, okay. she's really fast. She can yep. take a hit there. I want her to be a better shooter. So that's how it is with every characters. Every there's four gear slots. And each uh, gear that you pick has pluses and minuses. So pretty much with the team I'm running, I'm doing Mario, Luigi, Peach, and is it Rosie? Rosie? I don't know. The other chick, because I don't want to be sexist. Oh, Rosalina? The Rosalina. The, well, the brunette? Or no, the... the Rosalina from Galaxy. Okay, Rosalina. The other blonde. She's like white-haired or whatever. Yeah. So I'm running them. And Rosalina and Mario are my, like, scores. They're high-shooting. They're pretty they're pretty much good in all areas and then real high in shooting. And then Peach and Luigi are my passers who are quicker. Peach is the fastest. Luigi's not as fast. So I don't really have anybody who's tough. So I don't really knock I hit 
hit to knock people over, but I can't really knock them over. But that's not completely bad in this game because people like Bowser who can knock you over like that, Mm. that's good. But the game has, and I think this is actually a good thing, it has a system in place where you can't just go around knocking the entire team down. Because when you knock somebody over, they're dizzy for a little bit. You don't just knock them down and they get up. They're dizzy. They're out of the play for a little bit. So when you you knock something down who does not have the ball, the game uh, rewards the other team and punishes you for doing that by giving them a uh, question mark box that has a, a, a item in it that you can't unlock. So even if I get over there and get to it before they do, I just bounce off the box or I can't do anything with it. If they get it, they unlock an item. So it could be a star or a turtle or whatever. So they don't want you cheesing by knocking everybody down and then just grabbing the ball and scoring real quick. So that's pretty good. They've got some systems in place to keep it in line, to keep it fair. But like I said, the only thing I there's two things I don't like. I don't feel like there's enough content here because there's only I think it's 10 characters. I think that's kind of weak. There's only 10 characters. I also don't like that. I feel like there should be more than just the cups. So even though I wouldn't care about the story, maybe if they just had different things like seasons going. or something. Yeah, you know? something. Like, I would love or to a do league, a season. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing you can do, like, leagues and season-wise is online. Mm. So you have to have Nintendo online to do that. Yeah. So it's pretty weak single-player experience. Not that it's a bad game. It's just kind of a weaker single-player experience. But I cannot state how, like overstate how fun this game is it is actually really fun is it worth 60 i mean i ended up paying 50 for it i'm okay with it because i really like mario strikers and i'm a big soccer fan and i love arcade soccer games i don't remember the name of the soccer game i used to play but there was an arcade soccer i think on the x the original xbox that i was obsessed with Hmm. and it was a lot like this where you could beat each other up and it was very over the top special not fifa not fifa street was it no it was before fifa street it was actual arcade no real players or anything they were over the my favorite uh, soccer game was on the n64 it was that konami one the Mm. 11 something 11 maybe winning 11 maybe i'm gonna look it up yeah, there was an N64 one that I really liked. It wasn't the FIFA. It wasn't like the mainline one. Right. Was, uh, well, there was Winning Eleven, I think, for a while versus FIFA. There was those two series going. I just remember really liking the way, like it, it felt to play on the N64. I, I'm yeah. assuming it's bad to play now, but back then I thought it was great. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know how that goes. Same with the wrestling games, right? Oh yeah. Well, those are still fun. You shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uneducated what? piece what? of trash. What? So listen, th- over the weekend, Dan and I both finished around the same time. It seems like Aiden yeah. Chronicles Rising or Aiden Chronicle Rising, Chronicle. not just singular one Chronicle. Chronicle, a singular. singular Chronicle. Don't get carried yes. away. Uh, Dan, what do you think? What do you think about it? It's about a twelve to fifteen hour game. Um, how much extra you do? What do you think? I think it is a well. So it was fifteen bucks, right? Fifteen bucks, or, I believe. Or on Game Pass for free, but yeah. Yeah, or on Game Pass for free. Um, I think it is a good introduction to the world of the actual main RPG that will be coming out. Uh, was it Hundred Heroes? Um, yeah, I mean, the game, I, I, I would say the game is a swimming in sevens game, but I actually really like the three main characters quite a bit, especially by the end of like the whole story and, and the progression of their relationships and, and, um, uh, specifically with Guru and mm-hmm. is it, uh, Aisha? Yep. The, they're sure, sort of, you say it. yeah, however you say it, yep. um, sort of the stakes, um, going on with what they have like, and Guru, you find out like pretty much right at the very end, what his stakes are. 
um, and Aisha. I thought that was cool, by the way. Yeah, very cool. And with Aisha, you kind of learn it a a little bit sooner than that. CJ is just kind of like this, like, bouncy, bubbly, like, I want to go on an adventure. So, like, she's she's the least interesting. She's not, like, a terrible character. Um, But I just overall, them together was really fun, just watching their relationships kind of flourish. And then by the end of it, they're just, like, really, like, yeah, we're a team and we're going to kind of do this thing. Yeah, the, the all reveals the about Isha, Isha and Guru were very kind of heavy for a yes. lighthearted game. Yes. And then the reveal about CJ was just what the initial stand for, which was like, all right, yeah. that was a big <laughs> yeah. reveal. Okay. Um, I mean, funny. But funny, yeah. Especially yeah. with the dad's name. Right. But, um, but yeah, the mechanics kind of just like you once you once you've kind of unlocked the mechanics and you if, I feel like you unlocked them pretty early on. Um, it, it's just kind of like rinse and repeat a little bit and it doesn't feel too like it's not continuously super fun. It's just kind of like, oh, I get this. But then, like, I was far enough where I was like, I'm just going to beat it. Um, but, yeah, I didn't hate it by any means. It was, you know, 15 bucks. Not not a bad. And, again, it, I think it's a good introduction to that world. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. I think it's going to be probably one of my favorite swimming in the seven games of the year. You know, when we look at games yeah. that are rated in the 70s, basically, that yeah. aren't, like, game of the year contenders. Not strong ones, at least. But... I had, a, I had a good time with it, and just like you said, I, I think they did a good job introducing what feels like a small corner of a huge mm-hmm. world that's going to be yes. in 100 Heroes, because they, towards the end, they start talking about a lot of things outside of the world, and you kind of right, learn about right, right. What, the history of what happened, and of course, there's an evil empire involved of some kind, of so you start to hear some names, and at the very, very end, kind of like a mm-hmm. post-credits thing, you just see a conversation with no visuals of who they are between... You know, I'm assuming, people. you know, big, big bad in the main game or one of the big bads or something. So, um, so I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. And so it does feel like, Hey, we've got a nice little foot in the door to what this bigger world's going right. to be like. And maybe some of these characters, I would hope if not many of them, at least a few of them will be able to join your party in the main game. Yes. Yeah. Or, or just like, um, in that, being in there to talk to or something. Yeah. In hundred heroes. Like if you visit the town of old Nevea or however yeah. you pronounce it, like if you pass through it, you're like, Oh, and then you actually interact with guru CJ and yeah. Uh, Aisha. Yeah. I would love it if you could actually recruit them. Cause they're all of right. Course, fighters. Right. And so why not? But, uh, but I thought yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I do recommend it. Um, but, yes. uh, but yeah, I, I agree with your assessment there with swimming and sevens. So many demos out right now. Yeah. Um, and Tons a lot of, of them, a lot of them are going to be worth trying because you can save money if you discover that it's not going to be something that you love or it's going to be one of those things that, dude, like I tried the demo and I know I'm in love with this game. And so I've got a couple examples of those. I'm sure you guys have too if you've played any of these. I'll throw out there first a game that caught my eye because I thought it looked like it would be a blast. And that was The Unliving, which is where you're a necromancer and it kind of has a kind of a top down um, pixel graphics, like 32x pixel graphics. Mm. Um, where you are a necromancer um, running around, you're raising the dead to fight for you and stuff. But this game is just is not well balanced yet, and it was not performing well. So it was chugging like crazy. I even turned down the settings, which was silly because it's a pixel graphics type yeah, of a game. Right. And I, it just wasn't running smoothly. It wasn't anything to do with settings or like, it's not like my computer was heating up or anything. It was just running poorly. Um, it's a demo. The game's not ready yet. I get right. it. But it was just not optimized and... Um, just wasn't that fun to play. So that was an example of where you try a demo. That game's kind of mm-hmm. off my list of something I'm anticipating. Who knows? Maybe it'll come there's, out and everyone will love it. There's but. a game that I got a demo of uh, called Monorail Stories, which demoed at, I want to say Tribeca, or not demo, did a showcase or whatever. Uh, so I can't even remember where it showed. Uh, but anyway, um, the point is, is that like you play out these 
I guess as as advertised, these stories of uh, these passengers on a monorail mm-hmm. and you're switching perspectives um, throughout the day on the monorail uh, to different people. But the demo is like a joke. It's like 10 seconds long. <laughs> like somebody somebody like left their scarf there and then you switch to somebody else who finds a scarf and you put it in lost and found okay. and then you go back to the woman who lost her scarf and you go to the lost and found to get your scarf and she's like it's like buy oh. our full game oh that's great and then it goes play this again with different choices and i'm like no how about no <laughs> what, what uh, so how many I, choices? I, I really think there is a full game experience to be had but that's just one of the worst demos that they could have put out for it in my opinion Sure. I would love it if that game is actually two minutes long total. Right. Yeah. yeah. All they could do. For and you just game. have to keep playing the yeah, same. Play, like, yeah. Make, make different choices. It's like it. source code, but a super boring version of it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she lost her scarf. She needs it back. <laughs> Put me back in. <laughs> the world's ending. She needs a scarf. That's amazing. Oh, man. Another one that I tried out real briefly was Roots of Pacha because my my kids and I really enjoy Stardew Valley and games like that. And that has those vibes. It's like kind of back in the uh Does it stone ages like cavemen type oh thing. that one yes and so um it's it's fine again it's not very fine-tuned it makes you appreciate a game like stardew that just gets it right it feels right as you're playing it when you're clearing the land when you're planting when you're doing all the stuff yep. you kind of take for granted the fact that it works so well and it does what you expect when you hit a button that is what's so annoying about these type of games some of them just really just overcomplicate things or they really yeah. don't provide you like the kind of most basic like why can I do X thing like seems really basic to do. Now, you know? I played this game for like 10 minutes, so I'm not yeah. giving it a full judgment, but I was like, eh, right. this just doesn't feel that great. I, I understand what this is. Maybe at some point I'll one of my kids will want to buy it on Switch or something. I think it's coming to Switch later. But anyway, just wanted to throw that one out there. That was a game that I actually saw on two different presentations. Roots of Pacha got a lot of attention across a couple of these um, uh, things. So the rest of the demos you have listed, we both we both have played. All right, let's talk about Midnight Fight Express. So this one we've confirmed is made by one guy, and uh, which is super impressive. Regardless of what he outsourced, if anything, that's amazing that he kind of yeah. came up with this game and is building it. Yeah. And uh, I can confirm this demo just tells me this is this game is an absolute blast and has fantastic systems. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, I feel nice. the exact same way. Like the demo's job is to sell you on the full thing, and this one did that in spades like I, no. i'll buy it at like 30 40 it's not gonna be full price i don't think no um, 20 20 30 yeah, yeah exactly and that's that is perfect because you're doing yes you can go back and do the levels again to do get a better score or whatever but that's the whole goal is like it's a melee uh and i guess I, you can pick up guns too and the guns have finite ammo so like after 12 rounds you throw the gun and it's and you mm. just go back to meleeing um but yeah, you can also pick up stuff. It's like seafood that way, where you can kind of just pick up stuff and interact with stuff. You can throw trash cans at people and like do stuff like that, where it's like very martial arts oriented. And then uh, you get a gun, and it feels surprisingly good too. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, the gun doesn't feel terrible. That's very yeah. surprising. Uh, yeah. I was actually hitting targets with it. That was impressive. Same. Um, <laughs> Dude, when you first get the gun, and I know it's the it's the uh, training room, so they make it so you look awesome and don't fail yeah. but still i was like bum, 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 bum. yeah and they're all dead i was like dude that felt amazing i that love this so game. good <laughs> felt uh, like so you you kind of each level is like a it's, it's very arcadey in a sense that each level is like its own yeah. run or whatever it's really short you're trying to get through it pretty fast um get a really high score and not die because that impacts your score yeah. um and and that way you can spend whatever you earn from that level on like upgrades uh for skills 
or gear. Like you can make yourself look freaking stupid. I had rubber ducky shoes on by the third level. Yeah, the uh, unlocks so, are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's definitely aware of how ridiculous some of it is too. And and the the soundtrack's great. Very Hotline Miami, uh, like nice. uh, techno oriented type of yeah. Soundtrack. I actually started to compare it to that, but then I was like, no, because Hotline Miami isn't like another one we'll talk about. But it, it is uh, that's like the one hit kill, both really for yourself. Yeah, and it's for not the like that. This, this one that. does have a health bar, and for I, I think at least so far I've noticed the more you hit and the more rage you accumulate, I, I think the health bar restores at a certain point yeah. from something. And you got there's a whole counter system in place, yeah. and you can unlock abilities to do different types of counters with different weapons you're holding, yeah. and like there's it's it's pretty cool. It's surprisingly well built it's out. very involved for being just one person right yeah. seems like isn't it. like undertale one person where it's like of course one person made this it comes off that way i mean it's this... much more involved <laughs> yeah it's clearly it clearly why when keely whenever keely first saw it he was like so impressed he's like wait yeah. this is one dude so like that's why he showed it last year and now yeah. here it is about to come out so yeah. you know and it's yeah, pretty funny it's too it, it's, out, it's, um, it's the yeah, writing has some, some self-awareness to like how ridiculous it's kind of like this weird purge like setting that you're in and you go kill mm-hmm. everything and so it comes out uh full game is august 23rd same okay. day it's right okay so yeah. yeah i mean pretty soon yeah yeah and it's it feels like, like it too it's almost feels almost complete when you play the demo you're like, one oh, that i think is fantasy. more like hotline miami just in terms of run from room to room everyone's an instant kill but they're also very deadly and that's anger foot oh. <laughs> Dude, yeah. this game when the so there's a demo for that. So okay. dumb. There's a yeah, demo there for it. Yeah. Uh, it is. Does, is that how it looks? Is that how the game? <laughs> yeah. Looks? yeah. The camera all like going yeah. spazzy. Like it's kind of wild how they pull yeah, it it's, off. It's, yeah, it's first person, and you literally pull the left trigger to kick. But then, of course, you can pick up items, throw them. You can get a gun even to shoot, which is really hard to aim because of the speed of the game. But yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, it's fine. And it's it's super fun. You're killing these weird thugs that are all giant lizards <laughs> for some reason. And uh, it's very arcadey, like Jeff said, with the other game, with Midnight Fight Express, too. But this one's even more arcadey because it's like you're finishing levels in a minute or whatever. Yeah. And the idea is <laughs> they even give you little bonuses for foot only where you don't use any weapons <laughs> or anything. So. Um, it's a very, listen, it's that a creative sense. idea. Someone was smoking something when they made this, but yeah, absolutely, uh, but I'm here if, for it. If they charge full price for it, you're high AF, but it is, well, they, were, I would say it's so. definitely worth like 20 or whatever. I don't know when it's going to come out 20, 23 probably, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's, it's, it's fun. Funny. It's just, yeah. I, and it's funny too. I think that that's what helps drive repeated, uh, playthroughs of certain levels. Cause if it wasn't, if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't bother. Um, but but it does have a dude. I actually laughed out loud. And the there's zaniness a, of it helps. There's a part you're going down this hallway, and as you're kicking in doors, you're realizing each of these is a bathroom. It's almost like bathroom stalls, and you get to one of them, and you kick the door in, and you kill one there's of the lizards who guy, is sitting on the guy on the toilet. Yeah. Not only was he sitting on the toilet, and now he's dead because you kicked the door at him. Yeah. But it's pixelating out his whole crotch area. Uh, <laughs> I started dying laughing at that. That's guy. just a that's Freaking, a bummer. Uh, of course, it's a devolver game. Of course, yeah, it's, yeah, geez, man. That's just a bad way to go, right? That's a that's a bad it was just a funny little touch because like clearly there's nothing to hide like clearly they didn't actually program in nudity or he's got whatever like bright green pants or something whatever he's got on but like they just it's just like big pixelated blocks over it like just to block it so (laughs) ridiculous really really funny really these guys were clearly inspired by uh duke nukem for this one Mm. yeah i can see that i can see that because they had the pixelated stuff sometimes on that the last demo that I wanted to highlight, unless you guys had other demos, other games you want to talk about, is uh, Fire Emblem's Warrior Three Hopes has a hmm. demo out. Not only can you play through a number of chapters with each 
um, story choice, I guess I could say that you can you can pick between one of the main three characters, just like in Fire Emblem Three Houses, the full RPG game, and now you can pick between very similarly those three houses, um, and whatever progress you make, or I, th- I think progress you make in all three of them, I assume, can carry over if you buy the full game then um, on that same on that same system. Cool. So I played this for a little bit. Um, it's exactly what I expected. And I don't mean that in a good or bad way. It's more just kind of like if you like these kind of games where you're every swing and special move is knocking hundreds of soldiers up into the air and and it's very there's no real weight to the feel of your character. You feel like you're skating around almost because everything is very lightweight and fast. Mm-hmm. Um, your your hits don't really feel like they connect because you're hitting everything in front of you. So like yeah. you can see that they're connecting, but there's not really a strong feel to the, and that's what these warrior games have always done for me. And they, I always kind of lose interest because the combat to me never feels visceral or satisfying. That's a very personal preference. I just want to make that real clear. I understand that is not a true. That's why I'm saying it's not good or bad. It's just my personal preference. I don't find the combat in these games to really hook me. Yeah. I totally see why it's enjoyable. I think the style and by the way, the story and characters really interesting right out of the gate. You actually one of the first main enemies you fight against is the essentially the character you created in three houses if you have a save file and if you don't you get oh, to create them really and uh that's someone that you face off against really early on in the demo regardless of what oh, that's actually pretty cool so i thought that was great and so there's yeah. lots of tiebacks to those characters if you've played that first game you and i uh feel the same about the combat in this game because i tried this as well and uh i just came away going maybe i'm just not in the mood right now but i'm i'm just not this type of style, this combat style, it just isn't isn't for me right now. I, I don't know. The quarry, something slow paced. I can do that. I can talk all day. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I just talked exactly about Aiden. What you're saying, what you're Aiden putting... Chronicle Rising is very similar. That combat doesn't have a visceral, heavy feel to it either. It's very right. lightweight. You're just hitting buttons and kind of like, yeah. there's only sometimes towards the end are enemies actually difficult and even then they're not that difficult and so like right. yeah. this game has that same vibe and i'm sure the difficulty ramps up they're just teaching you the game at the beginning i totally get it and there's yeah. a lot to learn like this game has a lot of complexity to it they're introducing me to all kinds of moves and combos and things yeah. like a lock and there's all these characters you're going to be able to control. Stuff too, yeah. and it still has the rock paper scissors thing where certain weapons are stronger against you know enemies depending on what weapon they're wielding you know like axes beat spears and so on so they still have that element I'm not saying it's not complex or well built out. It's just the basic feel of combat isn't. And I know yeah. Derek, you've talked about these Warriors games before. They've just never been my thing, and that's okay. Uh, I yeah. think it's cool. I'm, to make. I'm, I'm, you put it into words. You took the words like almost right on my brain, and I couldn't. I haven't even formed them yet about <laughs> how the combat was like. I don't know. Just something about it's light, and it doesn't feel. Oh. Especially when you're hitting slashing hundreds of dudes and they go up in the air it's like right yeah all right i don't know man i know what that's what these games literally are but yeah, I, yeah. I just not for me i guess i don't yeah. know for me they're like cool to play for a little bit mm-hmm. no none of them have ever hooked me where i finished them okay yeah. and okay. i think i buy them a lot of times i only buy i know kyle plays all of them i only buy like the nintendo ones like i thought the last Zelda one, the Breath of the Wild one. Yeah. yeah. Hyrule. My son loved that game. I thought that was really good because it actually took stuff you did in Breath of the Wild and added it in the game. Like, like actual special lore. moves and stuff like that. So I'm interested. I'm downloading the uh, demo now. 
because I did pre-order this. I bought like nice. $150 worth of Nintendo currency for like a hundred bucks. Like I got a, a, a big discount. Mm-hmm. So that's why I decided to buy Mario Strikers, Fire Emblem Warriors, and then a Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I have yeah. hmm. those three pre-ordered. Then I bought Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic too. So nice. I've been actually using my Switch a lot. Nice. That's actually been the main thing. And um, You're the main reason Nintendo sees no need to come up with new hardware. They're like, <laughs> look at all the software these guys are buying. Yeah. <laughs> this and naked actually, guy over here buying all this. It's stuff. this guy. It's Togoman over here. I've actually been playing Knights of the Old Republic. That's been my main game. Like I said, the quarry uh, interrupted me for a day. And I'll keep playing through the quarry to get my own playthrough. But... Knights of the Republic is what I want to want to finish. You just I bought well, I have both okay. on the Switch. Right. Yeah. I'm just playing through the first one now okay. and then I'm going to go to the second one. So I've beaten the first one like four or five times, but it feels like I'll say this, for me it feels like a new game. That's why I like going back to old games cuz I'm not I'm not always good at them when I play them, especially if it's like a new zo- genre for me and Coder was my first, like, RPG, like, Western RPG. So I know, like, playing it now, I'm way better at this game than I was when I originally played it. Because I was oh, like... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I sucked. I remember I had to just, like, throw grenades all the time. So I'm like, this guy just keeps beating. Because <laughs> I don't know how to... I didn't know Even how to level up. with the lightsaber? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how to level up. I... Oh. I think I lost your audio. <laughs> that was weird plugged in yeah is he plugged in yeah he's yeah. plugged in it's plugged into the matrix <laughs> how does how does that there. even happen I, I thought for a second maybe my sound just went out but you guys stopped hearing him too right yeah 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 okay i think he's saying something about he likes wieners all right <laughs> is that what it is no yeah dan do some nod, lip reading for, <laughs> do some lip reading for it so I went on a date with Sasan. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I don't have a shirt oh, on. I, I think I hear you now. Uh, you hear, hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. That was weird. Yeah, I think... Why are you guys going through... Why are you not going through my headphones, though? No? Just click the little arrow by the microphone, and you can change which is which, your microphone or your speakers. Leave it to Derek to show up, and he's the one having the te- technical difficulties. All right, can you still hear me? Because yeah. now you're going through my headphones. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. I don't know why. I was plugged into my Xbox controller, which is still on. But I, I am curious with Knights of the Old Republic, because cur- I've never actually played these games start to finish. I'm very familiar with them, of course. Things have been spoiled over the years, whatever. But I've always been like, should I just buckle down and play these? Like, Well, they're remaking the first one. Right? They are. That's why I've, I kind of like wrote it off. Like, now nah, I'll just wait for the remake. Is it worth if I've never played it or is it, is it worth going back to, or is it like, Hey, it's not going to hold up without your nostalgia attached to it. Mm. Well, well, yeah, it makes sense. Um, I think it's a difficult one to answer because I, this is one of my favorite games and that was what I was trying to explain. It's like, it was my first Western RPG. So it's special to me, but I couldn't go back to it. Like I kept starting it on PC. I started on Xbox and I just couldn't. I was just like, I've already beat this like four or five times. And the combat sucks, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm playing it and I'm going, I even said, I was like, just, you know what it's going to be like, just experience it again and see if it is 
as good as you remember. I can say, of course, you've got cheesy dialogue and all that stuff. This blanket is annoying the crap out of me. <laughs> Get on, bro. Quit well, to you come you wouldn't have to worry about that if you put on a shirt. Bro. Just put on a friggin' shirt. Um, <laughs> this is this is my work attire. Um, oh, okay. Is that what you when you have your um your you know raise or you know, whatever it is competing <laughs> for a raise? Oh, I'll give you a raise. Your performance, oh, boy. Your performance review is what I was trying to. Derek say. Chronicle Rising, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so what I would say is yes, it's worth playing. Not just okay. because I'm a fanboy of the games, but because like I'm playing through and I'm going, man, this these games are smart. Like, I like the characters. Yes, they're over the top. Yes, there's some cheesy dialogue and all stuff. But the variation in characters and stuff like that, it's kind of like, in a way, I know Bioware made classics before this. But this was, like, I believe, like, their biggest. Like, it it was the most mainstream because it was Star Wars. And so to watch them create these games the narrative is cool it's typical star wars like go find a map and there's pieces of it on each planet um (laughs) that type of thing but the characters are what's cool and then for me i remember playing this when i was when i i remember when i played it it was when i first got married um so i was early 20s and i remember when i got to the twist and i was like I've never seen this or experienced this in a game before. This is amazing. So even though I know the twist that's coming, it's still, again, it's kind of like the quarry. It's cool to watch or play through it and then pay attention to how they talk to you and who they think you are and, and all that stuff. So I think it's worth it. I'm absolutely having a blast. I'm, I play it all the time while I'm working. I just the, I have my switch hooked up to my monitor, and my switch, like I said, has been my main. And I'm gonna finish Coder, and then my plan is to go into Knights of the Old Republic too because that is also a classic. It doesn't get as much love because it was rushed. Obsidian was only given a year to make it, but they did an amazing job with the systems that were already built of creating a story. But again. What they did and what the original coder did is they created amazing characters. All the characters are great and they all have their own stories. Like I just finished a planet where there was based off of who you take on the planet, you get completely different dialogue and it becomes more personal to certain characters Mm -hmm. because it's their stories on that. So you start to see all that's, that's why Mass Effect's so good. I was going to say, that's how Bioware continued to build it, on that. Yeah. Yes, I was like, Mass Effect, this yeah. is why they do it. They just were repeating it, but they were doing it better, like, as far as graphics. So, and, really, and like, got better. being able to get their hands on this, on Star Wars property, like, kind of birthed the idea of Mass Effect. It had to be, right? Like, oh, absolutely. Uh, Mass yeah. Effect takes so many things from yeah. Coder. Like your ship, your characters, your yeah. crew, the but it's just interesting. going on. Yeah. It's interesting if they never Mass made Effect. these games, if the, if Mass Effect would have existed. I don't think, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but I don't think so. That's but cool. I think combat even is fun. As long as you know that there's there's a imaginary dice that you don't see rolling and you're not getting mad because you're like, my character's three inches away and he's a Jedi. Why is he not hitting it? Because <laughs> it's got magic dice behind the scenes that that are rolling and if you get zeros you're not hitting anything so but it's a good game it's worth it for the story could you wait for the remake yeah because you're going to probably get the exact same story i don't think they're going to change too much and it's going to look and play amazing 
But if you still use your Switch a lot, I do. Yeah. Then I think it's worth investing. Well, it's not very expensive, both. right? They're pretty cheap, and they're on you sale. You can a get lot. both of them bundled for maybe it's twenty five for both. I bought I bought Coder for twelve, and I bought Coder two for fifteen. So okay. twenty seven bucks for two yeah, games that I'm give you to. sixty plus hours. It's worth it that. to me. All right, well, we got to jump into some headlines before we kind of give our high-level thoughts on the what the presentations have been recently, and then we'll close things out. But uh, there's been rumors back and forth, God of War coming out yeah. in 2023, and now the latest rumor is that, no, no, it's coming out in November. And this is according to Jason Schreier from Bloomberg, our favorite reporter. Um, yeah. So <laughs> he, cites, he cites three people familiar with the game's development, he says, and claims that they're expecting the game to be due for a November release. According to the, those sources, Sony's expected to announce the game's release later this month, so sometime in June. Um, as soon as Derek hears about Schreier, his clothes come off, as you can see. Uh, <laughs> pan, so pants fantastic. come off, shirt comes off. Oh. There's not a whole lot we can say about this till it's official, but I just thought it's worth mentioning, and it is kind of a back and forth. Like, is it this Do year? you guys think it's coming out in November, but they didn't talk about it at their state of play, which was their I think it's uncertain. It's separate. I think I think it's uncertain. I think they're waiting till they're certain, till they lock it in, yeah. and then they'll tell us. And I don't think it's. I think it's still a little up in the air behind closed doors over there. I really do. They'll, I think um, they'll have. So their I think their goal. Play, right? I, I think, think they want was, November, but. I think their goal is November, and I think yeah. you're right. I think it's if we can't make it, we didn't say we were going to make it's it. Like Horizon. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. That's and I think I think with this year, especially, and I know we're going to talk about it after Xbox's showcase. I mean. You've already released Horizon. I think if you end it with God of War, and yeah. Xbox has stuff but doesn't have God of War. They don't have a Forza, a Gears, a Fable. They don't have. They don't Halo. have a strong exclusive. They've got some great there's game. Nothing. Pass yeah, there's nothing huge coming out. This is another huge win for PlayStation. Well, last year Microsoft kind of owned the holiday in terms of new um exclusives really because right? in our yeah. group xbox still has no game uh, you're right you're right <laughs> they still just they just don't have any games that's just a trash can that's my that's my bad i was too positive there we too totally much. forgot about halo infinite <laughs> and forza which were all up for game of the year but they don't have any yeah games. halo infinite and forza horizon 5 were it's just a stellar way to end the year for xbox and sony didn't really have any exclusives to wrap up the year they had third-party games that were great um and now this year it looks to be possibly reversed and even if even if god of war doesn't arrive sony can at least say hey we've got forespoken and you know they've got something this holiday and right now we don't know of much on xbox but i was just chatting with jesse white about this and i agree with him completely that even when they don't have exclusive which exclusives which is a bummer we're kind of like where where's the next gears where's the next big holiday game from xbox they still have everything on game pass that i would normally pay yeah. for somewhere yeah. and so i still play a lot on their platform for me there's on, yeah, always something same. It's yeah, literally but, always something to play. Like, yeah, just always. So, so anyway, we'll see. Uh, I do think it's going to come in and out in November, or I think also equally possible is like a February release, just like Horizon, where they have to push it a few months for polish. Yeah. February, March, maybe. They have been saying 2022, though. They're like, guys, we promise. I know. So, I think so, they want it. I know. think they want it real bad. Same People with Horizon. Yeah, it feels like but, that's the developer's goal, especially if all yeah. the sources involved yeah. with the development are saying... Yep, it's right. 2022. It feels like that's more of a developer goal that they've been saying internally all I year. I think they're crunching like they are without dead set. crunching. Cr yeah, crunching without crunching, yeah. apparently. Yes. 
Um, Capcom, yeah, they don't crunch, guys. Nobody crunch. Capcom's going to have its own showcase uh, on June 13th, which is tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific. Fully, I was telling Dan, uh, that's basically just going to be Street Fighter 6 and Resident hey, Evil 4 Remake. That's and that's fine it. with me, because I want to see some of that um, Resident Evil 4. I want to see what it looks like like in, in motion and... I would like some, to see that too, yeah. They could show some Resident Evil Village DLC if they have a new announcement. Oh, yeah, there. that's or, right. Or maybe yeah, some got... VR elements, but that, they might save that for Sony. Yeah. Fingers crossed for Dragon Dogma 2, guys. Fingers That'd be crossed. amazing. That'd be amazing. Now, the wording of the... And we talked about this before, but the wording of that announcement, the, the word and... I looked, I looked at it again as we talked about right. it, and I was like, okay, they could still announce something new because the way this is worded sounds like it could be announcements and updates on titles you've heard before sure. or it could be announcements and updates on titles we've talked about before so like it's, it's yeah, hard yeah, to yeah. say they know uh, what they're doing they know, they, they they know exactly what they're doing <laughs> so we'll see uh i think the uh well, oh, I, I, I skipped annapurna sorry annapurna interactive is holding its next game showcase on july 28th july and 28th if you've been paying attention i mean they've been pumping out crazy yeah last time games. they did one uh 12 minutes was in there and um mm. There was some other stuff that I was interested in that you guys were like lukewarm on, and then we all Us? ended up playing it and liking a game, and that was like <laughs> freaking told so you guys. They, of course, they're the ones. I think their biggest upcoming game is Stray. I'm pretty sure they're yeah. publishing Stray. Oh, is that them? Cool. Um, That'll be fun. That'll be fun. So, so anyway, yeah, that's in the end of July. Final Fantasy VII's 25th anniversary stream has been confirmed for this week. I think th the Thursday is the 16th. 16th. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um. So please for be excited. Friday. Please be excited for 10 minutes of ecstasy. All right. 10 minutes of ecstasy. Guys. <laughs> 10 minutes. So weird. I, um, I have a bad feeling, Dan, for your sake, <laughs> that this is going to be an announcement of the event where they'll unveil part two. <laughs> I could so, be wrong. That'd so be really this is, funny. <laughs> I was telling Jeff, I think this is what's going to happen. It's so it, it is literally only going to be 10 minutes. This yeah. event. Um, I think it's going to be mostly ever crisis. I don't know if you guys remember yeah, what ever crisis is. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like a retelling of like literally the entire compilation of seven um, in, in mobile game in like, well, there's the mobile versions. Maybe they'll kind of push it outside of mobile. We'll see. Um, but they're act it's an actual video game with like turn-based combat and et cetera. Um, and then there'll probably be a quick reminder that that battle Royale first soldier game exists. Cause that needed to exist. Right. That absolutely totally. had to exist. Yeah. I'm playing. Um, I'm thinking about it right now all the time. And then the last 30 to 60 seconds will be seven remake part two tease. That's Could that's be. my prediction is what's going to happen. And they might even put a date on a full reveal event. I, I right, honestly right, think right. that they'll. they'll yeah. I think I agree with you. I think it'll be updates on other Final Fantasy spinoff projects. A tease for part two it might show Cloud or something, or might just have the title, um, title screen. And I think it'll be the event's going to be in I don't know November or something when they'll yeah, have yeah. a standalone event or something. Um, but anyway, I could be wrong. Maybe they'll totally reveal the game and it's coming out this holiday. Who knows? Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Not, if sixteen, if sixteen is coming out summer twenty twenty three, this is still. This yeah. is after. Uh, this is after. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have grandkids yeah. by the time part two comes out. Yeah. Um, the Grammys are adding a new video game soundtrack category starting next year. So wow, essentially, uh, I, if I'm understanding this correctly, then video game soundtracks that are coming out in this year will be eligible yep. for next year's hmm. awards. Yeah, they run like a year behind. So it's going to be like Halo Infinite and probably be in there or something. Dude, I, I'm so uh, glad so. because there are so many video game soundtracks and composers that just do not get the credit they deserve for writing. They get zero credit because Grammys are about the music, music industry, right? And they just totally exclude them. It's ridiculous. Oh, and it, they have like six they spoken word categories, but no video game soundtrack. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, so that'll start next year. I am excited about that. That might actually Good. get me to check in on Grammy winners. Uh, Good. So no. I'm excited for actually that. Actually, get you. How dare you? How dare you? Okay. <laughs> music is life. All right. I, music yeah, is just music. a language. It's a different yeah. language. Um, not that you mean music in general, because there's like tons of categories in there. You know that there's like tons of genres. I'm just throwing it out there. You know that. No. Right. Who are you talking to, right now? <laughs> Who are you it's scolding? The R&B only. Joker uh, sequel has been only R&B and rap guys. Joker sequel has been officially confirmed, and Todd Phillips is returning to write. We know the script is finished. Oh, he was great. putting out on Instagram those. some something. I think he even put out a picture of Joaquin reading the script, although he's not been officially attached. But that'd be weird, right? Right. If he's not. <laughs> uh, but. The, the title, and I cannot speak French at all, but I think it's Joker Folie à deux. Is that maybe how you say this? Sure. Folie. I think it's pronounced Folie. we're going to stay at home when this comes out. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it'll be fine. Forget about it. I don't know why we That's need this, it. but uh, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's strange. Unless there's a long-term plan to somehow incorporate this into the new The Batman yeah, but they already universe. introduced a, uh, uh, you know, a scarred face. I know, I know. So that's why this is all so. kind of like, well, what is this? Whatever, yeah. it's fine. Listen, I enjoyed the first movie. I thought it was great. And I, I, liked I, it. I yeah. remember thinking, I hope this stays as a standalone, cool version of this character. And I had a bad feeling that this was going to <laughs> I had so. a bad feeling as soon as the end of the movie was like, had a young child, Bruce Wayne, in the, in the alley with his parents. And I'm like, we really have to do this again? Here we, really, we go. Really have to do this again? <laughs> But it also oh could God. have just been a cool way to say, here's how the story could continue and leave it yeah. at that. It could have been. Yeah. But well, that's whatever. not how uh, things that make money work, guys. Yeah, that's so true. It's true. It money. did make, I think it's like the second highest grossing like R-rated movie, if not the highest grossing R-rated movie, like period. Yeah, it's up there for sure. It's I'll... really, really high. Yeah, it made yeah. a lot of money. A lot of money. I really uh, did like it. I thought it was very great. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Too. I just didn't leave it theater going, I want more of that. Same. Like, <laughs> Same. I was yeah. just content with what we got. This is know? one of those weird situations where I kind of don't want a sequel to a movie that I really, really liked a lot. And I yeah. just, it's fine. Um, listen, there was a ton of trailers that it'd be impossible for us to not keep this thing under four hours if we tried to cover them all. But any specifically TV show or movie trailers that jumped out to anybody, if you saw I mean, any? Castlevania Nocturne's finally a thing. That's awesome. I can't wait for yeah. that. Yeah. All nice. of these, uh, there's a lot from Netflix Geeked Week. I think Dragon Age Absolution. Should oh, yes. Dragon Age. Yep. Yeah. The yep. uh, animated series set in the Dragon Age universe. It's totally new characters, new story. You excited, uh, Derek? Huh? Huh? Oh. I think it's more like an anime. <laughs> all right. It's more like Castlevania anime. anime right, like right. American yeah. anime kind of. Right. Yes. Uh, and uh, the Sandman, I'm excited for that to become a thing finally. Like that's been in development, I mean, for years. They've been trying to get that off the ground. With uh, uh, Thomas Hayden Church reprising the role. Yeah, it's in his, in, his, out, in his same outfit from Spider-Man 3 that he wore the entire movie. <laughs> and he's just going to look long. I know this is something else that people love. And I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry, but keep going. Yeah, no, this is a Neil Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, a... That's uh, property it's like a comic series or whatever but like he he has struggled to get this into live action form for years yeah. uh, and this series he's actually involved with and you can see a lot of the i don't know the visuals look really cool to me well listen uh, speaking of stuff that's taken a long time to get to the screen black adam finally, finally has a trailer right i feel like finally Rock, the rock's been talking about this for has to be years right i want to say oh, a yeah. decade i remember him being well i think it was the fans it, pushing like, right the fans were kind of like hey we want the rock but i remember like, that be... him publicly saying things about yeah. You know, like we're working mm. on this. And I feel like that was like 10 years ago, but I could be yeah. wrong. Sure. I mean, like I feel like it, it was around that, like it was around like Batman v Superman time when they were like crowding the the DC superhero field for movies. And like yeah. they were like, this like, guy's hey, going to play the Flash. This guy's going to play Aquaman. Yeah. And 
and, and like here's the this anti-hero. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of the guy playing Flash, have you guys been hearing all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, it's not good. It's not what good. What is going on? What Ooh, in the world? My <laughs> thing is, is like, I, I'm all about like grace and giving people a chance and not condemning them and firing them in two seconds. Sure. But that dude, you gotta just come out and publicly say this guy's done. And right. We're gonna, yeah. we're just gonna replace him. Like, no, he... no, you need to leave him in your franchises, but kick Johnny Depp out because one person <laughs> said he did something bad. That's what you should do. Thanks, right. WB. Yeah. Right. right. That's what, okay. Cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. WB is like. They got to be crapping bricks right now. I imagine them like and like they constantly the, meeting every day. Like, what are we gonna do? We finished Flashpoint. <laughs> we finished filming Flashpoint. What the hell are we supposed to do? Because the, dude the has movie's a, done. Just cast assault. Matt Mickelson as the Flash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was like assault stuff first, and now it's like he's grooming some yeah, man. like young. It's bad. Like, Whoa! Like bad. Jesus, that escalated real fast. Jesus. Yeah. Lord. At first, I thought he was always he was another assaulting. hot. There were numerous like a, occasions of assault, apparently. I thought he was like Hawaii. another hot-headed actor who's full yeah. of himself in bars yeah. and yeah, stopped yeah. drinking. I was like, oh, that's another little Russell Crowe situation where I don't sound. Yeah. I don't think I like him as a or human. Or apparently, being. the guy who played Homelander had that situation where like, right. he was and like, so "Do you know who I am?" and stuff. And got yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it sounded like that. But this, right. I was reading this too, Dan, and I was just like, yeah. "Yikes!" Oof. Yeah, yeah big oof. Anyway, um, but yeah, Black Adam, the trailer itself didn't really. Do much. I mean, I'm gonna see it, and I expect it to be fun. He but caught a missile. It was fine. It was fine. You know what I mean? Like we waited that hey, long. Hey, Double O Seven's in it, guys. Double O Seven's in it. Yeah, he's Doctor Fate. Yeah, it yeah. should be a good should be a good role for him. Yeah. Um, Listen, uh, also if, during, it can, uh, if it can get to Shazam levels of like entertainment and quality, I'm on board, and I think yeah, I'll enjoy dude. it. I ended up liking oh. Shazam way well, that, more than I expected to, and I ended up seeing it like five more times. It was yeah, I like Shazam cool. a lot. So uh, hit, hit those vibes, and we'll be be clear. that exactly. Yeah. Um, so the last thing I wanted to bring up from from Netflix is yeah. uh, Cyberpunk uh, Edge Runners anime. Yeah, this yeah. Does look cool. Um, looks Studio really rad. Trigger. Studio Trigger. Uh, they studio. did uh, uh, Pro Promare. 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 Is it? Oh, uh, which is okay. an anime movie. They also, I think they're the guys yeah. that did a um, really good movie, by the way. Kill a kill is a kill a kill. The anime, I forget. Um, Gurren Lagann, I think, is studio. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm so probably a good pedigree making this. Yeah, series. yeah, very good. Yeah. yeah, and it's set in the the cyberpunk world, which I, you know, that was one of my favorite elements of that entire game was that was that world stuff. Uh, so that's I'll take it. All right, guys, um, we got to jump into uh, the show recaps as much as I know there's plenty of stuff we could keep talking about with trailers and all that stuff. But we got to hit some recaps and then we'll wrap this puppy up. Um, I want to start with the Xbox one. It was most recent, but to me, it's like the big one. Before we knew anything else was happening, this was like the big one, the Xbox plus Bethesda. By the way, how many years are they going to do Xbox and Bethesda, you think? In the uh, title? One year. That's is it? <laughs> yeah, they did it last year, it. too, didn't they? No, well, I think. I, I don't know. I think they were able to do it this year because Bethesda didn't really have much to show. Uh, so I don't know. I think hey guys, Starfield. All you need to know is Starfield is No Man's Sky because No <laughs> Man's Sky looked exactly like Starfield. Totally. It yeah, it totally yes. is Thank exactly you, the same. Yeah, the ponies the are literally the worst. The ponies like, can't listen. Can we say this real quick? And it's, it's not just one or two. Like, I, I've seen it. I've actually looked across Twitter and other places. It's very consistent. State of Play was amazing. The future of Sony is bright. <laughs> and the Xbox show was mediocre at best, if not a disappointment. It's hilarious to read. It's like, <laughs> dude, you have no concept of how biased you are right now. But that's I how think, these things work. You know? I, I think uh, if we're just kind of grading them across... None of them stood out so far, of the major ones, right? Stood yeah, out so far. Yeah, I mean, far we did freaking live reactions, and none of us, none, not one point during the week did any of us go, 
Is that what yeah. this is? Like, yeah, we didn't none start of us screaming at any right. of those moments. So, right. absolutely. It, so I was excited was so, about some fun stuff, but nothing made us go holy Resident crap. Evil 4 remake. That's again. That's in 16. In 16. But it's off. But it, Resident Evil 16, we already knew about. No, I'm saying Resident Evil 4. Yeah. But Resident Evil 4 remake was cool. Right. But yeah. again, you also have to go, that's a remake. And you know, if Xbox release that trailer as their big game oh yeah it would be everywhere that's all they got is a remake dude that's not Fox only that has even, no games. even more than the remake because i think that's a valid point although i think this remake looks amazing and um and the other two remakes two and three have proven that these are kind of like new games when they make them when they remake them but that being said that it's a multi-platform game it's right. coming to everything. So for them to pretend like that was some amazing PlayStation state of play announcement, yeah. no, they got the exclusive to it. And yeah, to that, it was, to it was a good, it. it was a good get, but like, it was a yeah, good get it's on everything. But pretending so. like it anyway, whatever. It's not like it's free on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, Plus. There was, there was tons of stuff here. Uh, I don't want to say tons, but I should, whatever that is multi-platform during the Xbox thing. And but I didn't think anything of either, it. It's all it's about gonna be the trailer. A launch. It's either going to be a launch exclusive. We saw a lot of that, or it's going right. to be on Game Pass day one. Yeah. So, like, to Very me, Very confusing though. I will admit, I was like, "What? Wait, is it before or after?" <laughs> <I know. laughs> I was able to keep up with it. Fine. It's just the fact that they flip flop so much. Like, if they had segmented it into right, here's yeah, our yeah, console yeah. exclusives, and yes. then here's our launch exclusives, which means it's going to come out later on PS5 or whatever. Um, then I wouldn't have had so much trouble, but uh, there were a couple, like I think Redfall and, and Starfield, they said console exclusive. Like that did say that literally means only Xbox. Yep. Uh, which is massive. Um, I think huge. there were a couple others. And those, those two games, games are Redfall is cringy and terrible. And, and, <laughs> and Starfield is just, it's just it's no, man, no it's man's, literally sky. No man's sky, but worse. Just no man's Dude, sky, if you put worse. any of the Sony first party studios on the Redfall trailer, but didn't change anything else about it, it would be a masterpiece. It would be <laughs> yeah. a game of the year contender. So same brave. Thing with, same thing with Starfield. If it was like, oh, Sony Santa Monica made this, you know, and I'm not trying to yeah. diss those studios. I'm well, saying that's the bias. Um, bring. That or is, if it was like Deathloop, uh, like sort of thing, right? If it was just exclusive to yes. Sony for like a year, then it'd yes. be like, you know, oh, yeah, what a great yeah. get. I, what a great get. You know, I gotta say. Uh, that, Good for uh, us. That whole yeah, yeah. presentation, right? I'll just say it off the bat. I think Starfield will be cool. I don't care about it though, because oh, I'm kind of that's yeah. a bummer. Like, I mean, I'm gonna get excited when the game comes, but it's not one that I'm like, oh my god, it's coming out in November. Like, it to me, it's I just yeah, yeah. Yep. I think it's I, good. <laughs> I am bummed. I'm so bummed it's not coming yeah. out. It's good, but yeah. the the highlight of the show for me was two games that. I thought were cool, and that's I loved getting to see a good in-depth look at Redfall. I didn't think it was cringe. I don't know why some guy posted about it being cringy, but well, I thought anytime it, somebody says the word cringy, they're the, they themselves are being cringy. So that, I just, or they uh, just don't know how to use the word. I thought it. <laughs> I thought it, it was. I didn't think any of the characters sounded annoying. I thought the no, gameplay looked super cool. Yeah. It had like a Back for Blood vibe, but you knew it was going to be deeper than that because it's going to have a, a story. It's going to have I, a lot of a yeah. lot of RPG elements and stuff yeah. like that. That Back for Blood. Back for Blood is just an arcade shooter with like card system built in. I would, I would say it's more, we don't know much about the story or choices or if that even is going to be a thing, but I was comparing it more to like Dying Light 2 
because it's yeah. first person, and I, I'm pretty sure it's open world, and that's the point I, they were I trying to get. The trailer made it clear: world. play solo yeah. or squad up. Wasn't that the trailer that said? Yes, that? So I love. Real I love yeah. that they're going with like almost like a Halo vibe as far as you could play this story solo. You'll have yeah. AI guys. Or you can just bring people with you and have fun. Jump in, jump out. That's and you got classes too. The classes really impressed mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I was like, so, give me that telekinesis guy who's I'm like on board for Redfall. Yeah. And then I thought, now I thought while we were watching the stream, it was cool or whatever. It's just you know, it's another Forza. But when I went back and watched it in 4K, <laughs> holy shit, does Forza Motorsports look? absolutely amazing was anyone like, else impressed by like this the set camera that then zoomed yes, behind yes. the car that was <laughs> very so god of war clever. right very go watch it so go cool. watch it in 4k and i'll i'm gonna tell you right now before this game comes out i'm gonna have an 8k tv and i'm gonna play that game in 8k on my rtx 3090 yeah. that game is absolutely gorgeous and i'm a big like I absolutely love there will be no clothes worn during that we can guarantee that <laughs> there <laughs> yeah no pants okay. Pants are not optional. Dude, they fully are not erect. Allowed. They're fully not allowed. <laughs> Just, you know, completely erect. But those are the two games that I was like, oh, cool. This is cool. Nothing nothing crazy. Just like yeah. State of Play had a couple games where I was like, awesome. Resident Evil 4, glad it's official. I yeah. thought it looked great. State of Play was also only a half hour, whereas the yeah. show was what? An hour and an hour and a half. Was, hour and a half. Games. And this is yeah. coming from a guy who doesn't back, back. Yeah. probably didn't care for most of them, but I was just like, okay, I mean, on Game Pass, I'll check them out. Yeah. Like, that's what's cool. Exactly. About it. It was like I'll check games. out Vin Diesel riding the dinosaur on a freaking Game Pass. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> I mean, the, the most important <laughs> announcement, am I right? The most okay. important announcement. Oh, Everyone can make fun of Ark 2 all they want, but. My kids are currently hooked on Ark right now. This are is they really Ark household. Everyone's doing the dinosaur <laughs> it's thing. Not a bad game. It's just I've I, never played it. And you it, say it, my uh, household. My daughter even came over to the my daughter even came over to the lunch table. I came down to join them for lunch during the work week, That's and she had tears in her eyes. They just finished playing. I said, "Babe, what's wrong? What happened? Did you get hurt?" She's like, "No, my dinosaur died." <laughs> like I was just oh, like, wow. "Dude, she's." I mean, they're into it. So like, wow. I, I showed started them, laughing at her. Like, ah. I, showed them, I showed them the trailer for Arc Two. Just a video game. I showed them the trailer for Arc Two, and I showed them the trailer for Minecraft Legends. And those are not games for me. Like, they're they're just not. Like, I'm just not gonna be interested in those. But I was just like, dude, the excitement on their faces, and you know, right. for them seeing that. Uh, yes, they're both 2023, but they're like, I'm at, they were like writing it down. They want to make sure they get it right away. And I was like, guys, they're on Game Pass. We'll have access yeah. to them right away. They were like, oh, and you know, so. is going to be in this game. I, I was going to let my, uh, I was going to let my Game Pass go out. It ends at the end of June, but you. I think I'm going to up you. it. Yeah, re-up it. Uh, um, I thought the Diablo 4 trailer was cool. Yes, I'm sure yes. this game's already been, has this game already been announced and talked about so a Jeff lot? So Jeff and I, Jeff was, con- talked about it, yeah. I had told Jeff, uh, it was announced a couple of years ago, he was like, what? I'd like, yeah, like, I thought it was. Immortal and 4 were announced around the same time, I believe. Um, it was 2019, I had double-checked, yeah. Because um, this was the final class yeah. introduction and yeah. the idea that, hey, it's They've coming They've definitely talked year. about it and shown stuff, but yeah, I yeah. actually, this is coming from a guy who doesn't care about Diablo at all. I was watching some of that stuff and I was like, I kind of want to play that. With this friends. looks cool. Yeah, yeah. It looks, yeah. It looks like so the much. big, like it the big so boss battle where uh, you yeah. can tell it takes yep. a lot of cooperation and, and a lot of work. Yeah, I, I think Diablo cool. is usually four um, four players, but if it's more than that, this is going to be on Game Pass. The five of us. I think they're going to yeah. do a Destiny yeah. thing. I think they're going to have four player, but I think they're going to have like hubs where random oh, sure. players, and they yeah. probably are going to have like live. I, I don't events. doubt that. Yeah. 
yeah. Well, yeah, yeah the, the world event thing sounded really yeah. interesting. So I, I was on board with that. Yeah. I just thought all um, of us getting together, because it's on Game Pass. You'd say, I would well, totally I'll just download this, it. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're absolutely. totally going to. And none of us are ponies anymore, so that helps. We <laughs> I've, gra- I've graduated, pony. yes. I've graduated. Yeah, it does yes. help. <laughs> you know, the other game that I really am excited for, I realize it's not a console exclusive, but it's coming to Game Pass. I'll 100% be playing it there, and that's A Plague Tale Requiem. Still yes, listed dude. as 2022, but we got a lot more footage that we hadn't seen before of this I need game. to beat the first one, then. And I think... Yeah, I, do, it, I mean, it's still ending. it's still little glimpses, right? Like, little character moments, little yeah. little combat moments, little stealth moments. They yeah. did a cool job. Whoever did the editing of, like, she crawls out from under a table, and now she's crawling into these weeds. Like, very right, cool right. Yeah. segues. And Transitions, that yeah. Oh, man, I just... I. I'm so excited for this game. And the fact that they have not bumped it yet gives me hope that it's still a holiday yeah. release. Yeah, twice in the I think same they week, really, they, said, they said this year. Yeah. yeah, They really need that, and I think it's Scorn. It's supposed Scorn. To come out. Scorn has a date now. It's got October yeah. 21st. Yeah. Yeah. So they yeah, really yeah. need those games so, to come yeah. out in 2020. So Scorn looks super interesting, because not just is it HG, whatever his name is, Geiger, whatever, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the guy who's responsible for the artwork the of Alien. It's not just that person who's responsible for like the artwork of Alien or inspiring the artwork of Alien. But like the PC gaming show did more of a dive on the gameplay and how uh-huh. things and bodies can be connected to each other. And that was so creepy looking, man. How you interact with the environment <laughs> and how all things can move if you touch a certain. It's really freaking weird. It's it's, it's, it's like gross. body it's horror type yeah. weird stuff, and yeah. I am so excited. Dude, over the next over stuff. the next like seven or eight months, we have so many gross horror games coming <laughs> yeah, out. Dude. So many. So, so excited. So excited. Yeah, it's it's like Dan's heaven over here. Yeah. So um, much horror. I wanted one the, to uh, mention. Uh, there was one. Hang it. Sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Go I ahead. was going to say one of the most anticipated and asked for reveals has been a Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yeah, Usually, dude. Nintendo is being pushed to reveal something, but not yeah. only is it was it revealed here, it's going to be on every platform, but it's also going to be day and date on Game Pass, which yeah. is amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Whenever that um, comes out. Now, <laughs> Hollow Knight. Yeah, I know. Me and Dan were both like, "What the hell? No <laughs> date." Hollow Knight so is a Hollow Knight is a really cool game. I did fall yeah. off of it, which it I usually finish finished. those. I usually it finish did. those yeah. kind of games, but the first one. I just I got so tired of backtracking and the fast travel system was not good. It is so such a complex like weaving in and out of different environments that game like it's crazy. and then but then there's tons of backtracking to the right, point where right. it's not worth it. And so that being said, it was still an excellent game. I thought it was it's and I love the art excellent. style and really yeah. fun to play. This looks really cool. So yeah. Silk Song, I have a lot of And hope that awesome that it's it's funny and and pretty awesome that this was supposed to just be a DLC. And then they just right. like, you know what, guys? Through, yeah. yeah. Just going to make it a whole Almost game, like so. uh, Final Fantasy 13 versus, you know, and it just becomes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Not like that at all. Why are you I got to ask you guys, because I feel like, you know, one of my negatives with it was like, hey, there's a lot of game announcements, but there wasn't like anything like triple A that was new, but that high on life. What are y'all's thoughts on that one? <laughs> <laughs> that looks awesome. It's Rick and Morty guys, right? Yeah, it's 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 Justin it looks Roiland funny. who who, uh, yeah. co- who co-created Rick and Morty, and he's voicing one of the guns. Have an ugly like alien face talking to you while you're shooting it. Right, Wait, basically um, all the bullets are coming out of their rear ends the whole time. Is essentially right. what's happening, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Poop bullets. I don't know. I thought it looked funny. I don't know. It if looks it's funny, but yeah, if if it's translates to being an actual good game or a fun game, who that's knows? That's the thing. 
Yeah, what, but what like something that's, that's the thing. Like a lot of this, it, it, you need kind of games like this to balance out these like kind of not generic but like samey type of look. This game no, has a I agree. character, you know. Yeah, yeah I that's think October. If everything by the way. came out. Yeah, I think if everything came out and was like like God of War type games where it's super serious and dark and yeah, all that, be exhausting. I do think even though it's not my type of thing, I think Tim was asking, "Are you into it?" When right. I first saw it, I was like, "This is a nope for me." <laughs> But then when they kind of made me laugh a little bit, I was like, you know, Game Pass, I would try it. Yeah. I just didn't know. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't think it's a triple A game. I would think it looks more like a, you know, a 30 or 40 dollar experience is what it looked like. Hard to say. But, yeah. but if you That's look what it at like it, to it's too, actually yeah. a really pretty game. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Like if you go watch it in 4K, it's ridiculously good looking. So yeah, the know. details were definitely there. Um, Riot Games, of course, partnering up with Xbox to bring all the League of Legends stuff. Not interesting to me until they bring some of their other uh, new games that are in the works over. Yeah, like Convergence. I want to see that. Convergence, one. or there's that one, the Song of Nuru, or something like that. That one sounds cool. Um, but Flight Simulator 40th Anniversary, this isn't a new game, right? So I don't Jeff, think so. I Jeff, think it's an expansion. And Dan yeah, and I are very confused. Yeah. Forty years ago is 1982. There's no freaking way. But it is. I think it's like they can't just say they 40th anniversary if it's not actually the 40th <laughs> anniversary, can they? Can they I, do that? I just don't know who would have been playing. But like, who are they goat <laughs> simulator over here? <laughs> I don't. Just think mind. about it though. 1982. Yeah. Like what kind of PCs back at yeah, 1982? Like they could have done a flight simulator back then. It just might not have been. Maybe for like the Air Force or something. Maybe. And then I don't know. That's, that's probably that's what it was. Really crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's then they're gonna include the Pelican from Halo as free content, which is kind of cool. Overwatch Two is a free to play game that's gonna be on Xbox first. That's shocking. That's shocking. Uh, it's gonna be early access in October, so you'll have mm-hmm. access to play it. But it's still a yeah. work in progress. Um, they added some ESO and Fallout seventy six content, which we'll skip over for now. So you don't have to pay sixty bucks for that. It's just you. No, just it's free to play. And play. Yeah. They haven't said anything about that. They just said it's free to play what, for, for, um, for Overwatch. Overwatch yeah, you yeah, have to pay I for thought... cosmetics. So. Well, I'm just saying that's the route. That's going. probably right. 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 Probably right, right, could yeah, be. Yeah. Uh, so I, Ara, totally, Ara, I liked the original. I mean, yeah. I only played it I maybe played seven it. to eight hours, but I that's yeah. a lot for me for like a co-op shooter that, okay. or an online shooter that I don't. Very creative, right? Very bright and colorful. Very cool. Amount of that. I played yeah, a good amount. Like, I'll definitely be interested in Overwatch 2. I just think, for me, I think a lot of the announcements is anything that was new was not AAA. And I'm talking about all all, uh, all the conferences. Wasn't There was nothing like, holy crap, that's a new IP. That's that's crazy. There wasn't and a go-to every- Tsushima or something. Yeah, and then everything that was new was kind of lower level. And then everything else that was AAA stuff we were like day one i'm buying it is stuff we already knew about and i feel like that's what yeah. kind of dragged all that could, I, I think that's accurate shows. unless i'm forgetting something i think that's accurate like uh, technically yeah, feel, forza motorsport is a new ip like i mean like a new <laughs> announcement but everybody knows it was being yeah. made we were so just like, like when's when it they coming showed out it, i was like yeah. oh my gosh i didn't know it was just a matter of when is it gonna gonna get released yeah, that's exactly. all it was so that's what it felt like you know like, i think I, the closest thing to that was the when again maybe this is still second tier but that Whoa, long fallen dynasty from Team Ninja. Oh, that's, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's a pretty big new IP. That was probably I didn't mention it, but that was actually the one that I went, Ooh, what is this? Yeah. So as soon as I saw Team Ninja, I was like, what is yeah. this? That and one looks really like dark. Neo three. Cool. Like, I, for, for, at first, I thought it was maybe a return of um, Ninja Gaiden. 
That's what I thought it was. No, the Onimusha. I thought I was like, ooh, oh. Onimusha. But then well, I was like, wait, that's that's a different company. That would have been. I did say yeah. that when they first showed the guy. I was like, this is Onimusha. Yeah, that's but what I, was I thought. Like, wait, first, this yeah. is Team Ninja. That's not yeah. right. That's, yeah, that's Capcom. That's Capcom. So I knew then, but at first I thought when the guy was like flipping in the air, I was like, that's Onimusha. But then I felt like, is it a Neo spinoff? But then no, it was just it's brand new. You know, yeah, totally brand, yeah. which is very cool. I thought also Cocoon from the people who made Inside and Limbo Dude, looked really good. That's my background, bros. That's Cocoon. Yeah, ah, I thought that looked really very good. Very in- interesting yeah. and weird, right? With the the, the yeah, puzzles and came out of the onion. Um, calling it right up. now, it's absolutely terrible. No, you, you just don't like you just don't like art. We you don't like art. You don't like uh, art. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you're telling me you weren't aroused when that bug creature came out of the yeah. um. The, the vagina, yeah, the uh, onion, onion, vagina. Yeah. onion vagina. No? Can I just talk about that I just started The Boys, and in the first 10 minutes, a oh. miniature dude <laughs> is yeah. going inside an area that I never, ever want to see on film again? <laughs> that was crazy, man. That was crazy. Oh, man. And I, I had to turn the show it. off. I was watching it alone, of course, but I remember as it was happening, I was like, they can't do this. Like they can't. This is uncomfortable. Do this. They can't do this. All right. Uh, last. I shout out um, Ravenlock because it's actually the next game from the Echo Generation. Guys. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. And I hope, but Jeff and I were saying, I hope they like at least streamlined this one because that was the issue with that one. It was clunky yeah, and clumsy. Yeah. Echo but, Generation but, was very easy to get stuck in that game, and it wasn't yeah. your fault. It was like the game just. Yeah. Put in roadblocks for some reason. You're yeah, like, what yeah, the yeah. hell's going on here? So this uh, Arabon Shadow Legacy kind of had a Dude. reminded me a bit of Aragami. So I hope it's not that, that. game. Aragami cool. two was not good, but oh. I, I hope this one is is good. It looked cool. Yeah, fascinating did, robots. Did Aragami have uh, the way that they were? This person was traveling. Uh, the character was traveling on the walls using a shadow. Did it have that mechanic? It did not have that mechanic. Oh, okay, because that that, that was cool. really cool. That was yeah. something that Dan and I were like, whoa, look at the yeah. way that it's flying around the. The yeah. walls there to get from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah. using the shadows of the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah that looked good. Um, uh, and I guess for for James, I guess I mean it's kind of a big deal. Persona. This is a big three, deal. Four, five. Yeah. Yeah. Persona three, four, and five coming to Game Pass this okay. starting this Can October. Can somebody explain to me why this is a big deal? <laughs> well, it's Persona. It's, it's, they've never been on Xbox before. Yeah. Games. Also, it's it's okay, um, but it's not like an it's well, not an announcement to get well, excited. Well, no. Perso- so Persona three and four are basically only stuck on like PS two and the Vita, um, and then Persona five has been like a really strong like uh, PlayStation only uh, RPG. So listen, coming to Xbox. Th- yes, you, it, they're several years too late, but it's it's something like it's. I, I think yeah. they're going to yeah. get a lot. I mean, of I don't have a problem with it being on. I think it's cool, but it's not something like it was their third. James to last should not be making multiple posts about it. <laughs> Well, no, obviously not. Obvious. Of course not. That's why I give him a laugh react and I move on. Yeah. Okay, but to me, the bigger deal was Phil Spencer coming out and saying he's so excited to work with this legend in the industry, and it's Kojima. Yes. And I immediately was just kind of like, dude, there's got to be some Sony fan out there who's pretending like they don't care about this, but they're dying on the inside. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. There absolutely. had to be. Because they were convinced it was going to be Here Comes Death Stranding 2 or some other like Kojima plus Sony forever you know, project. <laughs> nope. And now this doesn't mean it's exclusive by any stretch, but it it's definitely something he said he's working with Xbox yeah. Studios on. Yeah, yeah. So it might be exclusive and that'd be funny. Yeah. That Xbox money, some of that Xbox money. Yeah, man. So I think, but whatever, man, Kojima just, I, I love seeing different companies giving him space to do yeah. his thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if that's Sony for one game and Microsoft for another and whatever, that's great, man. I think that's let, let him do his thing. He's uh, crazy. I, I uh, wanted to shout out Hot Wheels. I'm glad that's continuing on Forza Horizon 5. That's really fun on Forza Horizon 3. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's that looks like a blast. And uh, Sea of Thieves season seven, the captain update. Yeah. Holy crap, dude! That looks like fun. Some Next month too. We're gonna have to dive into yeah, that. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will totally I play that. That was a good uh, way to kind of announce it without taking too much time and yeah. still being semi like seconds even though yeah. I have no interest in that game at all. Right. I just thought if it was they, funny. If they were another showcase, they would have had the developers on. Like, Keeley would have been talking to them. So tell me, what, what about this? It's like, no, we don't need to talk about this, guys. We just saw... <laughs> so to be really clear, this is something that people could argue should have been in the game from the beginning. I get it. This was a big knock a lot of people had on yeah. this game was that yeah. the there's no persistent elements to the game outside of your character and what you're wearing everything else starts from scratch and i totally get that complaint i also agree but this is going to save your ship load out so whatever designs you put on it loads up that way you don't have to go there and like set it up every time you start a, a, a play session also you get to set up your captain's cabin you can actually use things and treasures you found to decorate your cat so like yeah. you can actually show off what you've discovered well, what you've plunged until you stop playing like Elden Scrolls or Elder Scrolls, I don't care about you. Like the combat is absolutely terrible in that game. That's and, that, that's fair. The combat is definitely not. Yeah, is it's definitely not great. Fun. That's fair. Uh, yeah, but it's totally like fun. the exploration it took even Kyle isn't and I, that like, fun. Thirty minutes to beat one boss one time. Dude, that was so infuriating. So freaking, like, <laughs> how janky. did he have so much health? Whatever. It I was so. By dumb. the way, I did look into that. I feel like there was. Not only do we know he was probably glitching, but I think he was resetting. Like his health was resetting throughout that yeah. fight at various times. I don't know why. It sounds, like, Mil- so. it sounds like Melania from uh, Elden Ring. It was. Infuriating. I just like the last. It was the Elden I Ring of, of Sea of Thieves fights. That's for sure. Yeah. All they needed was a health bar so we can <laughs> sure. see like are we actually doing? Yeah, exactly. It, last time I played, it was like Gaston joined us. It was Tim. Oh yeah. Gaston and somebody else. And. He the three of us didn't left. know what we were doing, and Tim was like being passive aggressive. He's like, "Don't worry, guys. I'll go over there and I'll uh, I'll raise the this." <laughs> what a weird worry, combination! The whole time he's being passive aggressive. And then Gaston's like, oh, "I'm lighting." Passive aggressive are trying to get the game to work for everybody, but all right, that's cool. <laughs> I was like, but this Gaston is a really fun Gaston game. Lit our entire ship on fire, and it sank. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, all right, I guess we're done playing. I guess, I guess we're done. Oh, man. I think uh, we actually see we're going to fight some other ship, but I looked down and our ship's on fire, and I'm like, well, right. all right, yeah. this is what we're doing now. Yep, yep. Um, um, I, would, I will definitely be playing Pentiment in November, too. I think that looks like a game I would enjoy. Um, yeah. It's like our Pentiment you, you, is, you play an artist, and it's Jeff like a it's like a murder pleased. mystery. Uh, no, it's a murder mystery. It looks like fun, and I like art. I like art. So you know, <laughs> uh, that's, I do yeah, like a good mystery though. Our our pentiment on that game was positive. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> there's gonna we be a pentiment meant opinion or something. <laughs> there's gonna be a lot more about Starfield. We did. we did. There's gonna be a lot more about Starfield over the coming months to talk about. But my yeah. general response to that was. I actually understand that people say, hey, there's elements of this that look like No Man's Sky. I thought yeah, the same thing, course. right? Because you're scanning and you're like getting, you use like a laser beam of some kind to get some kind of resources. But not once that I think this looks like, or even the physics mechanics of when you did do that. Like you had to scan, you saw a little rock yeah. and you lasered it out of the wall. You weren't lasering a hole right through the wall like you would have right, no right, right, right. Like it's very, very different. I think it's just more the general, like being able to be in a ship, get in the ship, fly out into space, yeah. come back down. Like, and, there's a, and that's what I. That's a thousand what I planets yeah. to explore. But here's what I like about it: it's a thousand planets that have been designed and set up, and you go explore them. It's not procedurally generated right. random nuttiness, which, by the way, is kind of a charm of No Man's Sky, to be honest sure, with you. But sure, yeah, but. Yeah. This is not that. I, I understand how they're drawing some conclusions there, but I'm like, it's actually a lot more like 
other sci-fi games that we've seen and played. Like if you yeah, watch, it's shooting, more like open Mass Effect and Dromeda. It's more I like more that, that, but first person or optional third person, I guess. Apparently, yeah. so you can switch. Yeah, I thought uh, it. I thought it looked really good. Mm-hmm. I thought the visuals um, looked fantastic. I thought the the customization. You can build an outpost. You can build your ship. Yeah, space dude. battles on yeah. foot. First person shooting looked pretty solid. The the progression, the character creation, like. I was so here for it as it's unfolding, even though I know we talked about this in our chat. I was like, this game's going to have so much jankiness. And oh, yeah. so, <laughs> so much. Yeah. So much. Temper, temper your expectations. With I that. still yeah. think I'm going to have a blast with it. Yeah. I still think it's going to be so fun. And I actually still wish it were coming out on 11, 11, 22. Cause I am they, very um, excited for this game. They, I mean, Bethesda obviously over the years has been known for that, but like with the whole cyberpunk 2077, like fiasco, like they really need to make sure that this is as like, Flu as like fluid as possible that it's not kicking yeah. people out. Breaking it just needs to, it can't and, have game breaking bugs and it can't yeah. be like if there's one platform that it's just broken on, that's a problem. So make sure it works right. on every platform, right. make sure yeah. it's not game breaking, and then it's okay if you patch it to fix up some corners. Of course. Yeah. You know, this game can't be bug free completely. It just can't. Right. It's if it has game. as many bugs as like Fallout 4, then I think that's tolerable. Like for a game as big as Starfield, I, I think yeah. that's tolerable. If yeah, it, even yeah. if it's on par with something like Witcher 3, I had some crazy Witcher 3 bugs when I played that game. Like there'd be times I'd be mid-conversation and all of a sudden Geralt warped and I was like 100 feet above the guy and I fell <laughs> to my death. I was like, what happened? How did I go up there? <laughs> Teleport- I didn't hit anything. Teleportation, bro. You know, so th- those kind of things. So it can't be Fallout 76 broken oh. though because that game was hella broken when that came out. Right. Because I feel like there's more excitement around Starfield That's in general. Uh, I think they probably learned a lot from I think so too, Fallout yeah. 76. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I went and played it recently just to get like some Xbox rewards, and it it worked fine. It played good. I think it they've looked, improved it since then. Yeah, yeah, so I think they know what they're doing. I think the game's going to be good. I, I didn't watch the whole thing, the whole presentation of Starfield, because like I said, my hype level is not that high. The only thing I cared about, because I know it's going to be a Fallout-type game in space, I was like, how does it play? And right. I know there's been people that have criticized the gunplay, but I thought it looked like yeah, it a looks like it'll shooter. feel good to play. Yeah. It looks like yeah. it doesn't need a VAT system, so that means it should be smooth. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. yeah. So overall, I thought it was a decent showcase. I won't try to put like a number on it or anything, but I thought it was. I thought it was. You know, better than decent. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good showcase. I, I shouldn't say decent because that makes it sound like I think it was average. I did think it was above average. I thought it was a good yeah. showcase with a lot of stuff we just listed that I am legitimately excited about. Um, I understand the disappointment like of no major exclusive that we know of for the fall for Xbox. I get it. But there's so much on Game Pass and so much coming over the next 12 months, which is very yes. Peter Burr. I think that's what, to me, raises it up a little bit. Again, I, I wasn't blown away by anything. But the fact that everything was the next 12 months, can they uh, delay some of these? Sure. They could. But if you look at the majority of these games, a lot of them are either interesting or good looking. And for them to be coming out in the next year and for the fact that what's the biggest complaint? There's two complaints that people say about Xbox. There's no games. And when they do show games, they're not coming out for another four years. So they go and they make an entire show where they don't do any talking, well, barely any talking, and they just show you game after game after game, and most of them are exclusive. Most of them are day one on Game Pass, or I think all of them are day one on Game Pass, and they're all coming out in 12 months. And now we just shift the, or move the goalposts and we go, 
Uh, they're not very good because they're not a remake and another remake. Oh, Resident Evil 4 and Last of Us Part 1. Who the fuck needs Last of Us Part 1? How is that your everyone, closing everyone, game Derek, in that you get, Listen, the state of play is good? When, when someone's mom goes to see in the theaters, right? Oh, no, it's not going to be in the theaters. It's going to be HBO Max, maybe? On the couch. By the, the way, you can they're still... Gonna buy, they're going to buy Last of Us, the you, game. We've only used one F word, so this is still PG-13. It's fine. Don't have to worry about it. It's fine. Oh, that's it's true. Fine. Isn't that a weird... That's one of the weirdest that's PG-13s. That's such a weird rule. We're yeah. PG-13 right now. And a titty right. is fine if you can, like... Just one. Just like a half. Sexually <laughs> show it or something. Um, Derek, Derek, whip it out. Come on, let's go. I, I was going to say that... Uh, <laughs> listen, we can go... We can talk a little bit more about the last of one, last of us part one remake. We'll get to that. By the way, I'm gonna play the hell out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And but I'm talking as an announcement. That. It's gonna be so gorgeous. But everything you're saying, we'll get to the, actually, we'll go ahead and shift over to Summer Games Fest now. But everything you're saying is, I don't disagree with it. Like it's a valid question for people to say, to at least ask the question: Do we need this, or why are they doing this? That's an okay question to ask. It doesn't mean that you're negative on it. Won't play it. Don't love it. It's just kind oh, of I'm like. This is a, if you look at the side by side stills, okay. Once we see it in motion, I'm guessing it's going to be gorgeous and hands down way better. But if you look at the stills, I'm like, I, I see a difference. I I'm not see a huge that. difference. No, 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 I didn't say I didn't see a difference. I don't yep. see that much of an improvement. I think okay. it looks different. I would, like, okay. so, I would agree there. So yeah. for for example, there's a couple of scenes where it's like, look at the difference between them walking across the bridge here, or you know, the little ladder across the two brick buildings oh, here. Sure. I honestly think the remaster looks just as good. It's just one they have vines and the other one they don't. One they have more fog in the background. I one, so I think it's two be... things that I think are going to be different. I think just saying it's different. Like okay, so you guys made fun of me. This isn't take a jab. It's just true. You guys made fun of me about the horizon thing. I didn't play it at <laughs> sixty frames per second because the game was blurry and ugly. If I did sixty frames per second, I'm doing playthrough number three or number two, and I'm doing it. Uh, there's a point. I'm doing 60 frames per second, okay, at 4K. Yeah, 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 yeah. Game looks really good. Like, almost, well, as, good, almost as good as native 4K, but with the smoothest of the 60 frames per second. I think with this, with this ground, like, they said they're going to build it from the ground up for the right. PS5. Yeah. I think they're obviously going to add more details. I'm going to guess there's going to be ray tracing. I can't remember if they announced that. There's going to be ray tracing. I think once you see the game in motion and you feel the 60 frames Without per a second, doubt. that's when you'll be like, oh, okay. This, yeah, this when, is, when you um, start to see the kill, the dynamic kills, much oh, like yeah, yeah. Last of Us Part what, Part 2, and you start seeing that in this remake and the yeah. gameplay footage, you'll be like, oh, that's what they were doing. And, and also okay. don't forget the gameplay they're, of They're redoing was... the Animation the gameplay of two was so much better, right? The shooting, right. the sneaking, like all of that exactly. was way better. Exactly. I, listen, there's, you'd have to be an idiot to say that it's not going to be better or like the definitive version. I I understand that it is. I, I also understand about the stills. I also understand that if someone looks at it and they kind of go like, I don't know if this is something that I needed, but I I'm going to play it. I'm going to love it, and I'm sure it's going to be gorgeous, and it's fine. But I don't. I think anyone who and people have been like crushing down on them, like they're the dumbest people in the universe for questioning this i think it's valid to question like hey we just got a remaster of this which by the way the remaster still looks amazing for us to pretend it looks rough is so weird to me but if they were to have taken the remaster and said hey here's a 64 60 frames 4k upgrade for the ps5 for the remaster it's it would look amazing 
Look, really to me, fine. I think they want the only less time of a disparity can... between the two. <laughs> you guys are the crazy. Only time Look, I played should... it on PS5, like right before 2 came but out it doesn't years have, ago. Doesn't have... it was fine. Or but it, doesn't have 6, Pro, it doesn't have 4K60 yet. I'm saying if they, if they were to have upgraded it to just PS5 levels... I don't think that the game needed the ground up overhaul that it's it getting. This is a but that's money fine grab, that they're but doing. I'm not mad at it. Those, those two things are separate. Good. It's they don't need to do it. I didn't necessarily want if they would have given me a menu of things I want from that team, I wouldn't have picked this. That's separate from me saying this but is also probably going to be cool and I'll I'll enjoy it. Like here's why I don't have a problem with it. There's a lot of dumb internet. I would say well, lack always. of logic, not logic. Always. They act like this is being made, therefore it's taking away from something <laughs> else. No, he literally Naughty said he's working Dog on something. is working yeah. on multiple things at one time, and I can almost guarantee you it's either a small team or Dude, they've got yeah. another company sure. doing he the bulk of the work. He For said sure. there was, yeah. And then, then they're going to come yeah. in and basically be like, let's make sure this is us. For this us to pretend original. like... If they hadn't made this, they would have been Last of Us Part Three or something, or or Uncharted yeah, that's Five. That's I'm silly. Saying. That's silliness. Because they've got a new IP in the works. They've got a massive Last of Us spinoff. That's this multiplayer, whatever world they're building for next year or whenever it's going to come out. So, again, I don't. I think that line of thought's stupid too. I really do. Like, don't worry about how they're prioritizing their time. They'll do just fine. Yeah. However, they're going to do it. But I do think it's fine to look at something being made or remade or whatever and kind of go like, I don't really need this, but that's fine. My that only excited. issue is the price tag. Well, I don't yeah. care if you're if seventy dollars is ridiculous for this. Round up if it's, it's ridiculous. the same game, seventy bucks is way too high for that. Yeah. Are you sure I mean, it's the same I, game? Or... <laughs> so <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's going to be the same game. You guys are putting a lot of stuff. Well, no, it's going to be the it's... same. It is going to be the well, the same game, literally. What do you what mean, the right? story? The story, yes, but I feel like some environments are just going to be way more massive. Oh, than, of course. Well, the, the original. I don't no, know. That's fine. I think it's, it's the same game. That's it's the same that, game. But oh no, okay. even if even if it feels Looking very different. Looking forward to the game. They're not making it open. No, world. no, 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 no. Listen, I don't. I'm not think saying it open world. I mean open areas like the part two. Like, there's a ton of open areas in parts. I feel like Jeff's right. I think they're going to improve a lot of the areas. That's fine. I still don't think it deserves a $70. We don't deserve to pay $70 for this again. I really don't think so. I think that's too much. I'm wondering if they looked at, like, if people, like, literally something as basic as, like, all right, so who has trophies for The Last of Us? Like, how many people didn't play this game? Is it worth putting in the money to completely remake it? And essentially, again, with just the prettier graphics, better background, and like, and, are and we going to make more accessibility, guys? Am I right? Mm. All the accessibility. They're I can finally play it. But like, I'm wondering if they just like did the research. They're like, is it worth pumping the money into this project to remake the game that we just remastered, and and see some kind of return on it that's worth doing that? Because they probably, I'm sure in their head, they're like, people are probably going to be like, you just remastered this. Why are you, like, Dude, this seems unnecessary. They've already sold out some of their crazy special right. editions and yeah. stuff. Like, it's going to sell fine. It's going to yeah. be monetarily a smart move for them. No doubt about it. Remastered fine. was eight years ago, by the way. But it's I not, think it's... That's kind of a long time ago. That is a while ago. <laughs> that is a wow. while ago. It was eight years it was, ago. It was 2014, yes. right? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I think it was the year after the consoles launched. Yeah, because yeah, I got it with the PS4. Again, that that's not saying that like wow this was last year this is stupid it's not saying it's stupid i think it's okay to say i don't really need this and i don't think they i don't whatever it's fine and also to say I 70 dollars i can pretty confidently say i don't think i need any games <laughs> 
Oh, I, need, right. I, need, I, need, I need Final Fantasy. I need Final Fantasy. About Who's what you dad? want. You I know? still think you're wrong, Jeff, to say, <laughs> is it the same game? Yeah, it's the same game. It's the same game. They're just I improving the it. Gonna be Unless they're too. going to do what they did with Final Fantasy VII and what I imagine they're going to do with Coder, where it's still the same story but completely different games, they have not dropped any hints that's what they're doing. In fact, um, when he talked about the game, he just said, it's just going to be really pretty. Uh, I just want to correct you and, and say the seven remake, the 7 remake is not the same game. But it's pretty clearly the same, like settings and characters and all those beats i didn't say it was the same game i said i said the last of us is not going to change yeah like final fantasy 7 no no it's not gonna change like that but jeff could be right like for example you know some of those sections where you go through like four houses in a garage (laughs) they could they could expand that to be a bigger area with more details, nope. more rooms. They they could do all that stuff. I, I work I, at the company. No. Nope. Oh, your uncle works <laughs> Your uncle works at himself. He's Derek the naughty himself. dog. Derek, 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 okay. He's there right now with yeah, no shirt on. Okay, cool. Um, and Neil, but, uh, I'm I programming still, the game right I now. I still don't think this is worth $70. It's not worth but, $70. But all right. that being and I'm said, still gonna there's, buy a, it. There's, a, there's a completion of that thought. It's okay to think that, I think. But also to think, hey, you know what? This is actually could be really smart. September second, it's seventy bucks. It's seventy bucks for the next couple of months, and then all of a sudden you hit holiday sales, Black Friday sales. Now you can find this game. It's, gonna drop. it's totally it's gonna, gonna, be gonna on drop sale. soon. Yeah, yeah. So now you've got uh, okay. one of their big Sony they digital just sales. They're trying to get the fanboys. Fifty bucks, to pay forty bucks, and, like, and they're doing it. So. Dude, it's. So, I'm gonna try to get it on PC cheaper. Is what my plan is. I don't. Is. I don't think this is a dumb move by any stretch. I just oh. don't like the pricing of it. That's all. But all the right. multiplayer thing is going to be cool. We, so. we kind of ju- yeah, yeah. I hope it. I hope it we kind of jumped to the end of the Summer Games Fest live. That was the big closer where he brought out Neil Druckmann. He brought out um, Ashley and Troy. Like they kind of had a whole big, whatever, clearly unscripted moment there, uh, and they talked about this game, yeah. about the show. <laughs> They weren't really sure. Like I was, because we'll, I was, we'll talk I was with them for a minute, and Jeff was like, I'm still here. <laughs> I was speculating with Tim. That there might have been an unscripted thing where, uh, where because Last of Us Part One got revealed earlier that day online, that that Jeff was trying to get something out of Neil to be like, <laughs> "What are you working on now?" You yeah, yeah. Game. What are you still directing? And he asked him like three times. So that's because the value of this reveal lost so much. <laughs> oh yeah, he was trying to close with something big, and, and Neil yeah. was just like, "I can't, I can't." But then he said, say, oh, sorry, sorry, buddy. I'm not going to reveal it unless someone from Sony leaks it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, some of the other things that jumped out at me, at least for the Summer Games Fest, I think the Callisto Protocol, which to Kyle's point, which he made to us a lot, they're marketing so hard December 2nd. This would be a surprising delay at this point, even though yeah. we talked last week about how many. I would be bummed as hell. I would be bummed But that would be has been all over this past week. That would be a painful delay for them. They're really advertising it. Like, having the, the guy December who, 2nd, December 2nd. Yeah, the guy who's making it, coming out and talking about it all the time, so he's definitely hyping it. Dude, also, so excited. call me crazy, I think they want this to hit before the Dead Space remake. I don't oh, think they yeah. want to put it yeah, in yeah. the same window. Like, Why do you even fair. need Dead Space remake? This looks like Dead Space. This well, looks I'm, amazing. I'm wondering if they, with Dead, the Dead Space remake, they kind of almost want to like restart the series, you know, get the yeah, excitement know, in right. it again. So. But I mean, I, I do feel bad for the Dead Space remake because I have a feeling that this game is just going to like be better to play. Like it's just going to feel better and be more interesting. Might, so. might the gameplay looked pretty fun, man. Some yeah. of the stuff you could do in that game looked pretty fun. Yeah, I also yeah. thought that uh, Modern Warfare 2 was looking pretty sharp. I thought Ooh, that looked man. pretty amazing. 
Every single time I see a, some type of COD game gameplay showing off, oh, except for Vanguard, I wasn't really impressed by that gameplay. Uh, oh, but like, I agree. Yeah. like Black Ops Cold War, and like every time they would show a campaign of something like that, or this one for example, mm-hmm. it's like, holy crap, look how good these games look. And it shouldn't still, surprise me I now, but it still does. I think they need to make some changes to the campaign. So I really think with COD, kind of, I know they're really gonna try to do a new um new stuff with their multiplayer because they realized vanguard did not do well um mm-hmm. and they and i think it's not just vanguard i think they're seeing the decline and they're going okay we got it we can't just copy and paste but i right. really wish they would try to change the formula of the campaigns and not just go with the same formula with little subtle changes i really think they could do something awesome yeah one of these companies needs to do it either battlefield or call of duty needs to go we're not gonna half butt the campaign anymore. Here's this full story. You make the choices. It's your character. Make it an RPG. That'd be cool. First be person shooter. Almost um almost kind of like Street Fighter, how they're adding kind of like a exploration oh, sort yeah. of thing to the it. Like just stuff. really like just kind of flip it on its uh, on its uh, side, you know? No, I, I I understand what you're saying. I do think the 2019 Modern Warfare felt like a refresh for cod in a lot of ways on the campaign that doesn't mean they can't improve it and it was still you're right yeah. it still had a lot of the same ingredients it was mm-hmm. just really high quality and they did a good job of kind of revisiting all that lore from the first modern warfare trilogy and i am excited to see what they do with this one but i'm not opposed to what you're saying i actually think long long-term call of duty future could end up being where warzone is their ongoing this is the main multiplayer thing that everyone plays and they start releasing essentially story missions or story packs you can buy as add-ons every fall they add a new story campaign you can play and it might be less of a releasing a full game and more of a subscribe you know i I don't know if that's going to be what it looks like but and they'd have to really of course build out what do those numbers look like if we don't sell 60 dollars games what subscription model do we need to make up for that and to make more money but i could see that happening i could see them because warzone is by the way it sounds like an unmitigated success so yeah um anyway the to me they built that out of the first modern warfare didn't they um, sorry, the it first was reboot. The 2019. It, it was because that yeah. game's actually hard to find and purchase because it just Warzone yeah. shows up. If you go to like most digital stores and you're trying to yeah. find First Modern Warfare, it's actually kind of hard to find. Um, at least it was for me on the PS5. I was like, where is this? I know it's on, mm-hmm. but Warzone kept. I guess I have to download Warzone and then maybe buy Modern Warfare through that menu. I, so, I'm not sure. Um, I actually do still occasionally play the Modern Warfare multiplayer. Um, and so basically when you pull it up, it shows, it actually even shows like Vanguard. It'll show like Vanguard, mm-hmm. Warzone, and then Modern Warfare. So it basically has like a main screen that shows all the Call of Duties and you kind of like. like put, Hitman had all the Hitmans in the hub. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. So I have, okay. to download, I have to download Warzone in order to get Modern yeah. Warfare? Well, okay. when did, how did you purchase Modern Warfare initially? No, I was just trying to buy Modern Warfare on the PS5. I was like, you know, oh, I want to play okay. through this again. So I went to the PlayStation Store, and you literally cannot find a listing for Call of Duty Modern Warfare on its Why own. Why wouldn't you buy it for PC and then on PC? Yeah, I could buy Probably it. Probably way the, cheaper. The, on I could PC. buy it through the BattleNet. That's weird though, because I I bought I bought Modern I rebought it uh, the digital because I originally had physical. And then I bought it digital. I think last I year. Just, I just was searching on the PlayStation huh. Five Store. I'm telling you, I couldn't find it. That's um, weird. That's weird. Anyway. Um, it could just be an old man moment. Uh, I thought as far as new IPs go, and I know this has been talked about before, this game apparently was announced a long time ago, but just now is getting revealed in a really strong way as Witchfire. 
And that's going to be an early access, uh, supposedly before the end of this year, on Epic Game Store. This game looks amazing. It's the team that made Vanishing of Ethan Carter. So they've, they're they coming out of kind wow. of more of a uh, mystery adventure. People would call it walking simulator. But if you remember that game, the visuals, the environments looked phenomenal. They did it. Mm-hmm. They, they used this. I was reading about it. They used this technology they call photo. Photogrammetry, I think, was the word it was. Mm, the word sound, I never that sounds it. about right. That sounds about photogrammetry right. technology, and so that creates these realistic environments that kind of are that kind of continue to move even when you're not looking at them. It's like this really cool technology that they used. So they're using it for Witchfire, and of course now they're adding in what looks like kind of some Bioshock, maybe Borderlands style of of combat and fighting, and it looks really cool. I thought the setting of fantasy with guns just looked awesome. Yeah. So. The movement was really slick. Like he, he was doing like this side sort of sideway dash sort yeah, of thing. Of like, yeah. And, and it's one of those things. We talked about this too when we reacted to it. Like it depends on how it feels. It looks cool, but if it isn't fun right. to play, it could just be a, a mediocre game. But I am also hopeful that it's good and, and I will definitely give it a shot when it comes out. Um, Marvel Midnight Suns still don't have a lot of gameplay info on this game outside of impressions. It's mostly right. just cinematic trailers we keep seeing. But we do have a release date of October 7th. Um, folks are describing it as a deck building game with XCOM elements and with persona type relationship, maybe building. Yeah. Elements. There's when you're not doing combat or missions, you're at a base and you're going around talking to like mass effect and persona uh, type going, going around talking to superheroes that, you know, yeah, because you know, build, you're actually playing building relationships, superhero, so, but actually building relationships that apparently have an effect on the battlefield um hmm. as well like so think fire emblem that'd be, think, that'd be really yeah. funny if like you pissed off ghost rider and then when you <laughs> ask him for help in the battlefield he's like no well like <laughs> but it's I, nick cage I, right it's nick you know, cage uh, no fire what? emblem fire emblem does this too where you walk around and talk to people and build relationships and either spend time with them or do a mission or whatever to help them out and then in the battlefield if you're fighting side by side you give each other this uh, a boost in the battle some kind of oh, stat okay. in the battle so that's cool um, i don't know if this is going to be that but i that's what i'm imagining based on the descriptions we've heard but what i think was far and away one of the funniest moments really of all these trailers <laughs> was we were so we were reacting to it live um dan and kyle and i, I watched and we were like dude that moment yeah. here comes dead island 2 again like they finally are bringing this back <laughs> to life it looks like and i saw coffee stain which i know they've done they published a whole bunch of stuff i hadn't i didn't connect the dots that they created and published goat simulator but i knew they right. had published uh, you know valheim and a bunch of other kind of indie mid-level games and but anyway, so it does the it does essentially the whole Dead Island 2 trailer, but instead of zombies, it's goats in the background while the guy's jogging, listening to his <laughs> headphones. So funny. And then to top it all off, after all that madness, is they go right to Goat Simulator 3, which was, to me, just one of the funniest and dumbest marketing moves, because there's no Goat Simulator <laughs> 2, just to oh. confirm. There is yeah. no 2. I had, I had to look oh. it up just to be sure. There yep. is no 2. Nice. They just went right to 3, which I think is just so funny and so fitting. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that makes yeah, that makes me laugh real hard. Uh, that's, <laughs> damn, that's they just good. don't give they don't give an F. They don't give an F. No, we're just going so right to three guys. Oh, it's great. Um, oh my gosh. Anyway, that was good. That was, fun. I, thought that was I thought that was great. Midnight Fight Express, Neon White, a couple of really cool looking action games. Of course, Neon White looks so cool aesthetically. But like I was saying, like I just the combat just doesn't hard do to it say. for me. It, now it is coming out this coming week, so we'll have yeah a this Thursday. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. See some reviews on it too, but yeah, I had like you know Ghost Runner vibes a little bit, but with shooting and I don't know. We'll have to wait to see. Cards. Uh, also coming out this week is T- TMNT Shredder's yes. Revenge. 
which not only yes. is it coming out this week, we've been waiting for a release date for a while, but six player multiplayer. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 Casey Jones, are... man. Finally. Played. Yeah. yeah. Casey's in there. So uh, I am excited for that. That looks like a lot of fun. Nostalgia. Uh, Nostalgia. Another Q4 new IP that I am looking very much forward to is Nightingale. Um, yes. I won't talk too much about it, but go check out the trailer, the style and the setting and also the gameplay you know it's got that survival and crafting mixed with some rpg and there's some card elements but there's looks like there's actually action too where you're aiming and shooting it's hard to say exactly what the gameplay is so i'm a little confused by it while also being very intrigued uh by this game as well i think it looks really cool so hopefully that one delivers um oh also i wanted to mention too that nightingale is it's from a new studio that was founded by a former bioware head aaron flint Yep, and this yep. guy is no stranger to some epic, epic games and Dragon Age. Really, really cool gameplay systems. So I think the pedigree for this one is there. It's just a matter of, you know, we'll what's the game you're talking about? Uh, Nightingale. Nightingale. Did the oh. Dragon Age uh, call there? Yeah, that guy's yeah, getcha. And uh, I, I think remember. that's pretty much all I wanted to highlight for this. Anything else you guys wanted yep. to call out? uh layers of fears i've played both of them i've played both of the existing one this is a weirdly titled game just call it layers of fear three but whatever whatever i'm excited for this I multiple think the, fears jeff multiple the bloober team does first person horror really well bloober. where like you're just literally walking around and just getting scared by shit and it's it's pretty fun i still um, think bloober sounds like the thing that comes out when you sneeze I still think that's yeah, what it's, it's a weird name, especially when they try to do serious games. Uh, but uh, bloody buggers, bloody American buggers. Arcadia looks kind of fun. It's kind of got this like weird cartoony art style, but it's by the Call of the Sea dev. Oh, and um, they, uh, yeah, we both beat, I yeah. beat that on your recommendation. It's actually a pretty good game. It pretty so it's kind of that. It's kind of that art style, but like the premise is really, really freaking cool. Where it's uh, you, you, you are you play characters that are in a reality show, but they don't know it. So it's like a Truman show thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're trying to break out of that situation. And the, it seems like gameplay wise, the perspective shifts like you're playing one person in first person that's in a building trying to hack certain cameras and stuff. So as a third person uh, in a third person point of view, another character can platform away from drones and cameras and run away from from a certain that's situation. Cool. So, like, it seems like a more ambitious game than Call of the Sea, which was just kind of a walking around, discovering clues, doing some puzzles. Yeah. I remember uh, when we were watching this live, I, I think it was just missing parts because we were talking. But then when I went back and watched it, I was like, this actually looks really interesting. Like, yeah, interesting. could be interesting. Yeah, so. Also, in a do we need it category, Aliens Dark Descent. Stop making these. <laughs> Yeah. That's the only reason yeah. I included it because I wanted to be like, "Hey, stop making these same exact alien games." Also, Pirate for the alien, love of God, like just make stop isolation, the... make isolation too. Yeah, but exactly. also like, stop but also these trailers, shooters. these trailers are just like all CG, and then they just like shove like three minutes of game, uh, three seconds of gameplay at the end. It's yeah. like, yeah. I was like, oh, I mean, like, oh, it's oh was that gameplay? Action? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, <laughs> oh, couldn't you just wait? You couldn't just wait. Quad-based isometric. Oh, it's over. Okay, we yeah. Exactly. Like, um, that's pretty much how it went. Uh, a couple other showcases I wanted to highlight, but before we do that, overall thoughts on Summer Games Fest? I think the general reaction so, was that it's awful, but I just thought it, this one I did think was truly <laughs> None average. of them were off. I, I thought this was average, not bad, mm-hmm. but the more I looked back on it and what was actually revealed compared to what we kind of knew, the leak did hurt them a bit, but I just thought it was it was average, maybe above yeah. average. Well, last yeah, year... Was, this was this is the one where I thought Xbox was actually great. Mm. this year because yeah, i got I've excited by a lot of stuff a lot in there more today and at first and i thought then, no they're both really good and i was like no xbox was really good this one was summer just, yeah uh, summer game fest for me was always even first impression was like always just okay 
Um, I think I was, really, over, I was over. I wasn't shown a bunch of games that I would play a lot. So the I, Elden I, Ring was at last year when when yes. Keely got the Elden. So that was a big deal. So that was you know. It's finally time. Um, I think they kind of for me the expectations were lowered because Jeff Keeley even came out and said sure. we don't have a lot of like new stuff. So yeah, if yeah. I would have gone into that. Ex- if I would have gone into it expecting, which I imagine a lot of people online were probably they didn't they don't they were still anyway, doing it. So, yeah. so they're probably like, yeah, where, where's the brand new AAA IPs? Blah blah. Where's blah, the next and, Elden Ring? Yeah, and that didn't come out, so then they're they're disappointed. But for me, I thought it was fine. I put it low. If I had to rate the three big ones, it's probably the lowest. I found more things intriguing in State of Play and then Xbox Showcase, but. It still yeah. kept my interest. I wasn't bored during it. It's the closest thing we had to a Nintendo not E3 showing because they had a couple commercials in there, but nothing yeah. new, of course. It was just no. literally just ads, is what it Are was. Are they doing anything? Is not, nothing announced. Do anything? Nothing announced. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, they're just sitting over there counting their money, laughing because they were like, "We don't need to do anything. We're good." <laughs> like, What's their monocles? Derek, you know? Derek really bought Mark. <laughs> we literally did nothing with that guy. <laughs> I mean, they have essentially a major game coming out every month for the rest of the year. And so, um, yeah, Yeah, they don't care. They're going to be fine. They're just sitting there like Scrooge McDuck swimming in their money. Yep. Fine. Well, I mean, they are releasing what I consider quality content because I the Switch is my least favorite console. I don't usually touch touch that thing at all unless there's like something amazing come out. And they've got me they've got me hooked. I'm finally playing games on their system. Yep, they, the, and the, over the next several months, they've got, of course, they had Mario Strikers this past week. They've got Fire Emblem Warriors. They've got Live Alive and Xenoblade 3. Ooh, and then, and again, not everything's going to hit for everybody. Like Splatoon 3 arrives in September. That's a pretty big one. And then I don't know if we'll hear anything about Bayonetta 3, but if so, that could be the August or October game, maybe in one of those spots. And then, of course, we have Pokemon Scarlet and Violet in November. So they're fine. That's a big year. That's a big year. <laughs> they're fine for the rest of this year. Um and so if they didn't if they didn't do a major direct, I wouldn't be that surprised, although I'd love to see one. Um, all right. Devolver Digital. <laughs> this freaking showcase. Oh you gotta God, go watch dude. Dan and Jeff's reaction to this, first of all, on uh, on YouTube. Go check that out. But I think they are very self-aware of what these things are and how oh, they yeah. can set themselves apart. And they've been doing this for years now. This is nothing new. They did it on, on a live stage, even which by the way, I love the edited kind of filmed beforehand versions way more than the live versions. I, I don't mm. like the live stage ones nearly as much that I've seen no. of theirs. Um, this reminded me of when I used to be, a, when I used to go to Kings Island, we talked about roller coasters a couple episodes ago. At mm. Kings Island, they have a ride there that was called uh, The Outer Limits, and it used to be based on um, uh, that sci-fi creepy show. Um, I forget what it's called. I think it was called The Outer Limits. But it I was, yeah. Remember. I was like, you just called that. <laughs> is that, is that what the show was actually yeah. called? Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. all right, all right. So, and, and they had, as you're going through the line, of course, at the beginning when it first launched, the line was like three hours long, right? Some crazy line. But a lot of it was indoors, which was nice in the summertime. And they would have yeah. these TV screens with speakers everywhere and kind of this kind of, it felt like you were in Area 51. There was alien stuff everywhere. And you're watching what looks like security feed footage, but it's clearly a skit. And it was about 30 minutes long. It was like an, a cheesy episode <laughs> of them discovering this thing and that, oh, no, there's an alien goop that's going to kill everybody. You know, it was the whole... Yeah, yeah. It, this was, remi- it reminds image, yeah. me of what of what Devolver did. They kind of use that same 
cheesy tongue-in-cheek but yeah. really fun it's hard not to watch it's yeah. very self-aware and some of their jokes my favorite joke by far was when they talked about annapurna and mountain dew merging uh and then the guy goes oh man they're gonna make a journey soft drink so i thought that was really <laughs> funny um but yeah i thought it was pretty crazy and what's also funny is they only showed i think it's a total of four games right talked about they actually yeah that's been regular for them whenever they do their half hour zany conference they, only they publish a lot games. of stuff but they just yeah. they just pick a handful to highlight yeah call, call to the lamb which is now coming out august 11th looks insane and violent like we've already seen several times you can go try the demo if you want anger foot which we talked about which is literally an angry foot um the Plucky Squire, which Dude. we... Did we talk about Damn. that one yet? No. Not yet. That but... game looks incredible, though. That game Jeez. looks amazing. Yeah. Like, the just the cartoony look of it is really just nice and whimsical, and then, like, unexpectedly just pops out like it's Toy Story. Like, I hope it's yeah. not like Trek to Yomi, where the visuals just blow your mind, but it's not fun to play. Sure. I hope it's actually sure. fun to play, but, yeah. man, it looks charming. It and looks it looks really like, kind of like you're jumping from... It reminded me of, like, It Takes Two and Lost Words, where, like, you're fighting in a book, and then... You jump into another invite. Like he was platforming and on fighting like on a can. coffee cup. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a can. So that reminded like me of Zelda. That Zelda two, two something. Yeah, I know which one you. What was about. the Zelda 3DS game? Two worlds the... or two something? Yeah, that was on. a good one. Um, so I showed this trailer to my kids as well, and as soon as it started, my son goes, "What is this? It takes three. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Gotta get him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's gonna replace me. He's way better. And then lastly, they did show Skate Story, which kind of had this like a crystallized skater doing yeah, that had interesting a, visuals. Yeah, yeah, they had an acid trippy vibe for sure. Did it did? So that was pretty cool. Day of the Devs had a couple interesting things. Um, the one that made me just crack up when I saw it, I was like, Kyle's gonna love a little to the left because basically you are organizing things in your home, like on a shelf, for example. <laughs> oh my god! I'm not kidding. <laughs> And then every once in a while, there's a cat that's going to come in and knock it off because that's what cats, you know. Uh, but cats then apparently, it's, apparently it starts to get crazier, and there's like some weird sci-fi elements and stuff. But like, what? This is sci-fi. Like, elements. I'm serious. I, mean, I don't know if it's oh sci-fi. I don't know if it's sci-fi, but some kind of like extra, yeah. some kind of spiritual something, something besides cats, um, right? Yes. So dumb. That is so stupid. It's called a little to the left. <laughs> and so as soon as I saw, it, I just died laughing. I was like, I, I have no interest in this, but I'm gonna have to play it and talk about it on the show just for Kyle. We all should, including Derek. Obviously. Um, I thought that Shim looked no. really cool. Shim is basically think like Frogger, but if done by like an art house indie studio because of the way I the chat. Talking are. about a transgender game, Shim. <laughs> Shim, God damn it, Derek! It's a new pronoun. God oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Um, um. Anyway, the idea is to stay. You're C-H- like you're, you're a little C H I M. Yeah, oh, you're okay. a little frog-looking creature, and you have to stay in the shadows as you traverse through the city. The The art style looks really cool what here. Gender it could is be the Skim, I don't know. It could be Skim. I think it's Shim. Skiz- Skiz- what, no. what, gender, what gender is the frog? That's the most important question. It's a Shim. It's a, sh- it's a Shim. <laughs> it's a Shim. Um, <laughs> and then one of the wackiest games that kind of got overlooked, I barely, I just kind of saw the still of it, so I clicked on it. Uh, it's called Choo Choo Charles. Apparently it's been yeah. talked about for a while. People have known mm-hmm. about it. But you navigate in an old train. It looks real. I watched the trailer. It looks creepy, man. You're, it's really dark. And like, you're literally being chased and hunted by this giant evil spider train named Charles. So it's Choo Choo Charles. And you are using these massive like Gatlin guns and weapons to hold yep. him off and yep. shoot him in his face and his big evil clown. Train <laughs> yeah, face. It's, it's creepy as hell. Um, and it's, it's like the nemesis. Of this. But it's, this is crazy. I don't know, man. But you also can like upgrade your train and stuff yeah. like that. Like it's. You're trying to get off the island, right? You're trying to escape. Yeah. Uh, Charles, 
Choo Choo Charles. It's, it's like it's like Nemesis vibes, but it's a Very spider much. train. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, mutants are the future, Charles. Um, <laughs> that little X Men reference. Though? I don't know why. I watched it dead. I'm sorry. Goddamn. Um, sorry, Ian McKellen. I apologize. So IGN, <laughs> IGN had their summer of gaming, you know, hosted by Damon, and uh, and I. There were some cool things here, but nothing that really is worth it. talking too much about. I thought Gungrave Gore looked really stylish and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you played I, the Unliving, right? You played the demo. I did play the Unliving, which so far, at least performance-wise, not the most amazing experience. I thought Forever Skies looked cool, and it, it is being recommended to me mm-hmm. since I played V Rising and Valheim. Um, comes out in early access later this year. But the idea, of course, being you're trying to scavenge resources and build, and you know, it's, it's one of those survival builder kind of a games. Um, oh, looks pretty cool though. Great. <laughs> um, Wanted Dead, I thought looked really cool. It's basically this hybrid slasher shooter. This is the description they have for the game. A new hybrid slasher shooter from the makers of Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive. The game hmm. follows a week in the life of a zombie unit, an elite Hong Kong police squad on a mission to uncover a major corporate conspiracy. So you are using a gun and a samurai a zombie sword. zombie unit, that's funny. Yeah, that's fun. gun. It, it kind of has that like charming campiness to it that I thought mm. looked like it could okay. be fun. I'll look that one up. So I thought Wanted Dead looked pretty looked pretty fun. We can uh, skip Netflix Geek Week because we already talked about the trailers that were the most interesting from it, in my opinion. Okay. Um, Tribeca, Tribeca, I just wanted to mention too. Oxenfree. That's it. Oxenfree yeah, 2. Still yeah. no release date. But you and I pointed out it looks like the first one. It looks it looks so much like the first so one. So similar to the first one, just a little bit better looking. Like, Maybe. But the graphics yeah. look so similar that right you game, and I are like, just release it. It's fine. They gotta write the they gotta write the story and do the That's whole thing. That's true. That's true. There's a lot of dialogue they gotta write because those characters, this is probably gonna be Derek's least favorite this game. Is a, this is a talky. That's a talkie yappy right man, and you have to cut yeah. them off sometimes too and be like, all right, next next topic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cool. That's cool because the game they program it to interrupt naturally and organically. Yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you interrupt somebody's conversation, it doesn't sound unnatural ever. Yeah. Um, which is very impressive. I, I did like the first one a lot. I just, you know, just moved along. Come on, what's what's going on uh, with this so one? So, Derek, Jeff, you, did, you did add all these PC gaming show notes, which is awesome, because there's a ton of stuff. If you have a PC and you're interested in seeing what's going on next, there's so much stuff here and add-ons to games that are existing and all that. Uh, anything jump out at any of you if you I saw this? Yeah. I didn't watch the show. Uh, the, the, um, the Invincible is from the new dev that is made up of CD Projekt Red and Techland people. Um, oh. So that one, there's no date on that, but that one is a like a first person, almost like a Firewatch type game, oh, where okay. it's but it's sci-fi. So like you're on a different planet and you're like trying to figure out what went wrong there. There's robots malfunctioning and stuff, mm. and uh, you're in like a space suit. And I don't know if there's combat yet. They didn't show it's any. Like Witcher and Dying Light mixed together, but in but, space. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I no idea if there's combat. She was just carrying like a radar and talking to somebody that's in a ship somewhere. So. I have right. no idea if that's what that's about, but that one looked really impressive. Um, keep saying, I, I mean, I feel like the Outriders World Slayer thing has been advertised in every yeah presentation. So so has Cuphead. I swear to God, Cuphead the well, last. I mean, that looks delicious, delicious so. course or whatever. Yeah, I'm like come on, we know it's coming, guys. Come on. Yeah. Um, System Shock remake looked pretty. pretty yeah, cool. that did look cool. Oh, did they actually show that finally? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they showed the, some some remake gameplay, and uh, it doesn't look like a 2022 shooter. It looks like really upgraded graphics from the original. It, it um, has like a that's interesting. So it looks but really good. I like good. it though. I, it looks yeah. smooth, even it's got though a cool it's cool style. Yeah, 
Um, I'm excited for Immortality, even though it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's the Telling Lies and Her Story developer, and so it's oh, like you're okay. you're you have to cycle through three different movies to figure out what happened to an actress that's Dude, missing. That was cool, and you can focus on something that takes you to another yeah. scene, right? Yeah, you can, cool. and you can like edit it so it's like a smash. But edit it's real to, like, footage, yeah. like from 40 years ago, right? No, he shot that and he did made it look it? like. Okay. Yeah, he yeah, that's his thing. He like he does all this stuff. The guy who uh, looked, the dude, main person one, who directs this that shoots so all creative. this stuff for real and then edits it into a game somehow. Really I don't I don't get it. Cool. Uh, but but I I, uh, I will look forward. I look forward to checking that out. And uh, Agent sixty four spies never die is literally Goldeneye. It is literally Goldeneye. Really now? Yes. You're not even trying to hide it. There is a demo out right now, and I haven't Ooh. I didn't have time to play it because I just found out about it. Is it on Steam? Uh, Yes, it's on Steam. Spies never die. Well, yeah, that sounds like a Almost very... every one of these games uh, is on Steam for Wishlist or Demo or something, basically. Um, but yeah, that's... Oh my god, art, yeah, this does. <laughs> exactly. The visual style, the gameplay that they it's showed, I was like, like this is GoldenEye. Agent 64. This is a, oh this is a Nintendo 64 well, it's like, game. It's like, like yeah. GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. It's, it's both of those, right? Yeah, it's, like, they this, didn't change. It's dude, the this same mansion mission they're showing, I swear it's the Perfect Dark... Main yeah. level. But it's like 60 frames. It's like GoldenEye if they just yeah, exactly. could make it 60 frames. Like they they stuck to the 64 bit explore uh, graphics. This says yeah. this says accomplish varied objectives and fight against state of the art 1997 enemy AI. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I this yeah that's I'm I'm so on board with I this. I gotta play that yeah, demo, man. Good. I gotta play that. Good. Just didn't have time. Um, Deliver Us Mars looked really impressive. Do you guys remember the game Deliver Us the Moon from a couple years I back? Do. I never yeah, played is, it, but I, this is a sequel, and I remember really wanting to play that game because it, it looked it was like first person in space. It looked really impressive, yeah. and there's a sequel right there coming out this year uh, nice. in September. Uh, that's all I think I. Yep, all that's right. all I got from the PC gaming. Cool. Well, that's a lot. There's even more stuff, I'm sure, but uh, those are the things that jumped yeah, out at I just us. Make sure to list everything so everybody. You know, I thought it. it was a I thought it was an overall pretty fun, not E3 uh set of yeah. events and we've got some more this week we got a couple so, more a uh, couple more uh, we got 10 ones. we got 10 Listen, minutes we, of uh, square enix guys people can Please criticize all they want but there have been way worse e3 years when there actually oh, was yeah. e3 yeah. absolutely so there was a lot to be excited about here but anyway i'm glad you guys were able to take time to do our show tonight this is sunday night so i gotta get this thing posted i know we also have work tomorrow it's late for you oh, East Coasters. so uh, thank I'm you for being here Thank you all for listening. Make sure you go check out YouTube. Well, We're adding more content. I'm a stripper now, so I work the nights. <laughs> Wait, now? Hold on. You haven't been this whole time? Just no. assumed. Just just now he became a stripper and took his clothes off. <laughs> just now. He was a stripper in training. Him. He was a stripper in training before. Now he's full on. I already told you we're not paying you. All right. You guys have a great week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Bye. Oh, I want Dem your tip. Derek's titties. Derek's